sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we'll take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to go over the coverage as well as some of the tournaments that happened at Adepticon just this last weekend. And now, on to the show. All right, gentlemen, how are you on this uh, Wednesday night? I'm doing fine, doing fine. Um, just surviving the week until Friday, because Friday I finally get to go to the hobby shop, and I'm planning on playing some Epic and also Titanicus. I thought so, your I thought your wife was like super busy for like the next month, she, so you couldn't do anything. She literally, so I've been trying to get off on a. I've been getting. She's been. I've been planning to get off on a Friday. Mm. The problem is every Friday I've I've uh, asked the one person I play uh, has been racing down south. Um, so finally, he's free this Friday, and I know Josh is finally back up from Adepticon. So I was gonna play Titanicus with Josh, and I was gonna play Epic with John. All right. Very good. So, so it finally all came together on a full moon. Yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Steve? How are you doing on this hopefully a better rested night than the first attempt at recording night? <laughs> um. Well, I took a nap before we started recording this time, so that definitely helps a bit. Progress. I think I'm still recovering from uh, this weekend's tournament. I was a ringer for a local GT, and even that managed to just suck the life out of me. It was a two-day, right? This yeah, was a two-day yeah. one? Yep, two-day oh. event. It's all, you know, the joy that comes with that. Wake up early, run in, stay late. Yeah. It's especially it a good tough time, when... though. Some really beautiful armies. It's especially tough when you're a ringer because you don't really know what you're going to be doing. And, like, like did you play your exactly. own army as ringer? Or did you play, like, a store army? I did play my own army. Okay. I, had, I was able to bring whatever I wanted. Mm. I could have even just, I had this one meme list I almost took. I was having like a somewhat serious list, not like a you know a hardcore ball breaking list, but something so that if I get paired against someone in round one, at least you know if they win, they did something to get their win. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I played one game out of the event, which was round one, and then I just kind of sat around for the other four games. But it was good because, you know, I was able to, like, run around, help out with other stuff like, uh, you know, make sure people had water and everything like that. Because when you have 40 people in a small area, it gets a little warm on the body heat. Kind of gross. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty nice. Good. I can never do two days. Two days. Two day really? tournaments kill me on the end. One day is already hard enough for me, but two days would, would massacre my soul. It's been a while since I've done anything like that, and I kind of have to be in the mood for it, but I don't mind it. I, the biggest thing is, it's not even that. I have to be wanting to play the game that much. Like I remember in the past, sometimes I would just do tournaments because that was like the way to get the games in, especially when it came to like uh, Star Wars Armada. I found times when I just couldn't find a game of that. So, okay, they're doing a three-round tournament. Well, hey, if I go, then I actually get to play. Okay, let me go. But... It's been a while since I've done a tournament. I'd like to do to do some, but I don't always want to play like three copies of the same game back to back. So oh, well, lucky for you, there's a Titanicus tournament coming up next weekend. Yeah. Yes, there is. No, so, so the difference between like like like, so, like I play custodians, right? So the problem with playing custodians, you don't uh, especially at yeah, you know, the, no, the problem with playing custodians at tournament level, especially the the shield host I play, uh, Emperor's Chosen, you just have broken? so many. The point is you. 
Well, no, it's the, the, the reason they're so – well, not broken anymore. We'll talk about that in a moment. No, they still are. <laughs> Other things breaking no, well, yeah. doesn't just, make you less now broken. Now 52% win rate. Oh, no. But what am you, I supposed you, to do? I'm, it's only a 56% win rate no, because they give us the Harlequins every okay. single time. If, yeah, no, if, you, well, smash, right now. if, you, if was, you smash a plate in your house and then you break a glass – the plate well, is not repaired. There's still an tangent, issue with it. You just might not be the main concern. Before I go off on a tangent, I was laughing because people were complaining that we dropped in win rate. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. I was like, shut the fuck up. Anyway, no. Um, so Emperor's Chosen, uh, they specifically can cherry pick um, you know, from other shield hosts, right? That That's their big thing. They can customize based off what happens during the game. The problem with that is if you're playing one game, that's fine, you know? But playing, what, five games, three and two, or three, is it was three and three, Steve, or was it three and two? Three and two. So yeah, just doing that for five games in a row, it, it burns you out. It'll burn my head. By the time I was facing John, and I love John, me and John have the best games. I don't know if you were there. For, oh yeah, Dave, you were no, there for that, yeah, right? Yeah, I was there for it. At fucking sixty-seven to sixty-four yeah. or sixty-seven to sixty-five game at at the final round, amazing game with against the uh, Tyranid Nidzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, but like at that point, me and John were just like burnt at that point because just like you, you got to think about so many things. Just I don't know, man. I'm not built for that. Well, I'd make it easier for you, Dan. Just switch over to Harlequins. Yeah. Oh, You're no, such a better chaser. I heard Harlequins are even worse when it comes Harlequins to, like... Harlequins are actually worse, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because Shield... At least Custodes, there's, like... You get a pattern, like, oh, I'm going to switch to this Shield host because they're close combat, and that reduces their... T-. Like, there's a pattern. I heard Harlequins are just absolutely insane when it comes to, like, melting your brain. And the other thing is with the Shield host... You know, it's not it's not the end of the world if you just don't switch your shield host. You're playing uh, Emperor's Chosen and you just stick with it. You're, you're exactly, supposed yeah, to, no. you're still doing fine. Maybe maybe it would have been more advantageous, and maybe like that's the play that doesn't cause you to you know you might miss the win because you didn't make that play. But you're still good if you stick with that. Where with Harlequins oh, or just Eldar in general, you make a mistake that could oh, yeah, be the game fucked. for you. You get fucked. Yeah, yeah. I could I could tell you that right now. Because I also play Eldar, I have my Wraith, and they—they they are very much. You need to pick and choose your battles. But that's all. That listen, it's again, it's fine for like one or two games, but for like a tournament with money on the line, I just—I'd rather be playing Titanicus. Because at least Titanicus is random enough that like you know your Warlord explodes and you're not like pissed off. You know, it's like oh shit, maybe I should have pushed him to the red like an idiot. You could, be, you know but I, mean? I was for those because you said money on the line. I mean, one, it's really not that much money for at least for the level of tournaments that we do. But even if so, you could have a Titanicus tournament where there was money on the line and it wouldn't feel the same to you. That would still feel better. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just because of the core of the. You have to also. I think we talk about this when we talk about Titanicus, but it's the core of the game. It's it's you know you it's alternate activations. So at least I'm doing like it's one thing because like for example, chess clock stresses me out. Yeah, chess clock stresses me out. Right. Um, I never have overtimed on a chess clock because I play such a fucking small army, but they yeah. still stress me the fuck out. And I, I don't want my opponent to time out. Uh, my opponent, he, he, uh, the orc player I was playing second round, yeah. great dude. He would have fucking absolutely timed out on the chess clock round two. He took a bunch of time, but I'm not going to like, I don't know. It's just to me again, today just feels more, even if money's on the line, it's, it's more, <sighs> but there could be chess clocks in it. You go play that with chess clocks. Yeah. I, I've, I've considered it. 
I got to try some stuff out. So See, I play I Tyranids normally, right? I, do, I play a Horde-based Tyranid army, but I always put a clock on the table. One, because it helps me keep track of just the time, because I'm horrible time. Um, but, you know, it, it's like, oh, you know, there's not much time left. But also because I know for a fact that I at least need my half of the time yeah. to play my game. And if I get paired against someone who does play slowly, and I need, like, if I need to, to get shit done on turn three or turn four, and I don't even finish turn two, it's not going to be my fault that I don't finish turn two. Because I, you know, uh, I've the army, it's I know my there. rules. I'm not rolling 500 dice, re-rolling twos, sixes explode into four hits. Not mad about Mechanicus at all. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. oddly specific. Like, so weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I like it because I know I at least have that much time to play my game. And if okay. you know, if I'm doing really good on time, like I'm not like, a, oh, your time's up, guys. Just gonna sit there. But at the same time, like I want to know I at least have my half. Okay. No, that's I. Fair. You know what? I didn't think about it that way. I like that argument. I like that argument a lot. Yeah, it, you you can look at a chess clock in one of two ways. It's the way to keep you, the opponent honest, or it's the way to keep yourself honest. Uh, you know, like I said you play with a, a smaller count, much faster moving army. If you're playing with something bigger, I want to make sure I don't rob you of the time that you should have. You know, mm -hmm. I can guarantee I get <laughs> my half, and you can get your half. You know, and we're yeah. both responsible for making sure that we can complete a game in those halves. Um, yeah, I, I, no, that makes sense. And to be fair, I haven't played a I haven't played a large army in a while. Yeah. I mean, just go backwards in time. I've played custodies. I've played uh, gray knights, uh, paladins specifically. I played uh, mechanicus, but I played like Mars robots, uh, imperial knights, uh, deathwing. They were all small unit count armies. Makes sense. Actually, it actually does change the way you play a little bit because if you happen to get stuck on turn two for a long time, right? And you go, oh god, I have 15 minutes for the rest of this game. All of a sudden, it's like something flips in your brain and you do play differently. You focus on the movement aspect of the game more than the killing aspect. And I actually prefer that part of the gameplay anyway. So I don't mind even if I do run low on time. Like, I think one of my favorite 40k games I played was one where... It was down to like five minutes on each side of the clock, and we were in turn four. So we just went, oh shit, and we it was just moving models. It was we only did the most essential parts of gameplay to meet our objectives, and we had literally a one point split in the end that came down to how many termagants were killed, which we had to count three times because of course you know I have a termagant and I'm respawning gaunts every turn, and of course my oh, opponent no. took to the last. So I'm sitting there like, okay, how many wounds did I lose this game? Sorry, how many miles? This before the wounds update. How many miles did I lose? And it was, oh my god, that was a tight, that was a good game. Mr. Fox, if you're listening, I doubt you are. But if you are listening, once again, great game. All right. All right, okay, why don't we, uh, Mr. Fox. Why don't we get into some, some hobby? Yeah. We'll start there. Yeah. Um, so for myself, it's still working on my my orange and red uh necrons i have because what i have uh, an indominus half uh a smattering of other things that i've picked up um i have three um uh 3d file based satans coming in hopefully hopefully in a couple days i'm not sure the exact timeline because i bought them off of uh someone who's doing 3d prints on etsy 
Um, so one for, you know, the the Nightbringer, the Deceiver, and the Void Dragon, because one, I'm not paying for each of those models. Two, I, I and I don't want to put together fine casts. They're not really that great. I mean, yeah. the, the Void Dragon one looks really cool, but he's... Well, I was say, if you had to choose one, if you had to choose one, which one? Uh, like, to actually purchase? Yeah. It's tough. If, <laughs> it, it, well, this way. It is tough. That's a... If money is no issue, probably the Void yes. Dragon, because overall, I, I I do think his is best. His is the most impressive. Let's put it that way. But his is also the newest kit. It's the plastic kit. It's probably the kit that goes the better the best. But it's also, you know, you can get both of those and something else for the price of him. Where um just the model I... look wise, I like the Nightbringer, but I don't feel like dealing with fine cast, and it's still. You know, not a cheap model. I mean, he's tons of points, so he's worth the cost. But um, I was able to get the three good-looking proxies that all have a very similar style and everything like that for the same cost as one of, of the one of the cheaper satans. So um, with that, that'll give that and a few other things I, I still have to pick up will give me 2,000-plus points with some options and some, some viable lists. So they're not quite half painted we'll see what i get done between maybe the later tonight or tomorrow and see if i can get done what i have up here um airbrushed i'd be long further by spent an hour and a half cleaning my airbrush the other day because a little bit of the um the, uh the uh airbrush primer apparently got stuck inside and i wasn't sure how to oh, clean no. out there but it, it and it's not bad to clean if this was one of my badger brushes but i was using my awata and I'm just not used to cleaning those. Like you actually have to use some of the tools they have to remove like uh, the nozzle and everything like that. But now that I figured out how to do it, now it runs perfect. I was able to airbrush everything I wanted in ten minutes after that. So, but I think that's I think that's all I've been working on. That and Elden Ring. I'm down two main bosses so far. I have many, many more to go. I'm still not good at the game, but I'm getting there. All right. How, how about you, Dan? Have you been working on it? I haven't seen you loading things all over Discord and the Facebook chats and Reddit <laughs> well, and okay, everywhere so else. So sell, maybe not. I'm, yeah, I've been trying to sell the Infinity. Um, uh, I, I have more ads coming in, or not even more ads coming in, um, but more ads from Adepticon coming in. I haven't painted any. I finished the Emperor's base. Um, Brett's painting the Emperor, so I have the Emperor's base ready to go. Um, oh, I did. Oh, no, 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 I did do work on um, making all the tanks floating. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. Oh, yeah, because we didn't do um, Hobby so last, the other week. That's why. We didn't talk yeah, about that's, well, yes. Um, so basically what I did was with all the epic... Because uh, um, uh, somebody have like, floating tanks. They have hover tank skimmers. So I took uh, drop zone commander widgets. Um, and what I did was I glued them to the bottom of the base. Um but then the way to attach them to the other, to, I mean, to, oh, sorry, I glued to the bottom of the model. And then what I did is I drilled a hole into the base and I attached a peg and I just snipped it really, really low, like really short. And so what I do is I just literally just squeeze it on and boom. I don't know if you mentioned previously what you're selling for Infinity, just in case anyone is um, local oh, to New I'm Jersey sorry. and listening. True, true. So, or it doesn't have to be New Jersey. It's It's flat rate shipping. Honestly, in the continental um, US. So, yeah, yeah, because it's flat rate. It's like I think twelve bucks flat rate shipping if it's in twelve dollar box. No, that's fine. I'm just mentioning uh, that because we're know, actually I'm, rather I'm, popular in uh, England. Well, really? Oh yeah, no, it, I'll ship to England. I think England is 
it's only like 15 bucks a ship honestly uh, um, that'd be awesome if it was i don't i don't i don't, I don't think that's true but it could be because i think i can't flat rate to england but the weight of this is not bad true um so yeah i'm selling the panos uh, sorry military orders uh starter box what is it called the start collecting box yes yeah, it's like 121 bucks it's um uh, it's 120. Wow, it's 121. I thought it was 100. Eh, well, whatever. People, uh, I put it up for cheaper than what I thought. Uh, I should have asked for more. But anyway, it, it's the battle box. It comes with uh, all the new models that you expect. Um, it's, I have a Montesa Knight on bike with this package. And also, I have a pre-order exclusive miniature, Padre Inquisitor Mendoza. Ooh. So, yeah. You get, you get these three models. And I think I put it up for like 100. 40? Hold on. Before I... Before, it's either 180 or 140. Fuck it, 140 now. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to look it up. It was something it was either 140, 160, or 180, because I always do it in multiples of 20. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. I mean, but yeah, I, no. Um, if, if there's anyone listening, I, I, I want to more ads. now. That way, that yeah, way no, Dan yeah, can let us know. Get to his more rats and let them sit Embrace on the show No, no, actually, no. I did promise that because I paid. The, no, I did want this was so. In all honesty, I, I think I explained this before. I wanted to do more rats. Um, I've I've always done Pan Oceana and Infinity. Always the. That's always been the army I've tried. Never really bounced to anything else. The only other one I always wanted to try was monkeys, but the sculpts were. They were aged. Is the nicest they were bad. Way to put that. At, at the end of the they day, compared to the other sculpts, they were bad, and that's okay. Yeah. Like if they're a bit really older aged. and a different style, it can happen. Yeah. Um, but the new Morat sculpts, especially that four-armed. I know I called him uh, the wrong general from Star Wars. I'm pretty sure someone made a comment like screeching. Um, we made comments on ge- the episode. Try, try to say what was his name? General Grievous. Grievous, 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 Grievous. There we go. Yeah, the General Grievous looking model with the forearms looks absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, no. Um, oh yeah, so that's I. So I worked on floating the tanks. I worked in the Emperor's base. Um, I fixed up some of my custodies for the event on the 30th, the Zone Mortalis event. I. <laughs> No, okay. Thankfully, there's a podcast, and I'm hopefully no one from Maple would listen. I know people from Maple would listen. So I'm gonna get listen. shit for this. I was, yeah, I was joking. Um, you know how you know how I'm like the rebaser extraordinaire. You are. I was joking. Right. I wanted to like. I I like how the epic custodians came out a lot because that gold looks really nice. That red looks really nice. And I'm there. I was like, what would happen? You know, just you know, just erase every single one of my custodians and uh, repaint them. But then I was like, that's a stupid fucking idea. You're right. Please that is no. Just buy new custodes. There you go. Solved your problem. I, I, so I did price it out once because oh, I was just joking at 20%. Do you want to take a wild guess? My wife doesn't listen to the podcast, which is good. Which is good. Uh, of what? How you much stuff wild... you have currently? Yeah. Just price-wise. Let's take 20% off. Okay, if I were to buy this at retail, 20% off. Um, assuming no Forge World? Assuming Forge World. Oh, no. The, the whole collection. Okay. I don't know what what in their line is the Forge World. Just the oh, the Terminators, the tanks, Terminators, all the contemptors, okay. Terminators, tanks, all the contemptors, the sisters, tanks, uh, all the fifteen sad. Sorry, the thirty Sagittarium, the thirty Venatari. Oh, I didn't realize you, that was all. All that was Forge World that you had. Okay, it's five hundred models. It's five hundred models. Oh, um, five hundred six hundred models. I'm gonna oh god, and those big tanks they're 
because I was going to pick some up for you when we were at um, Pax Unplugged. Yeah. They were like 100 something each. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I, I'll go a little, I'll go cons- what I feel the price is would right. be conservative. I'll go okay. with uh, two and a half K. Two and a half. Okay. Okay. Steve? Yeah, that's my guess. Hmm? You want to take a guess here? I'm afraid to. I am. I was too. That's why I went with that, and I feel that that is conservative. So conservatively, and this is like me rough estimating, and I made some mistakes here and there in the math, I'm and I'm shocking. Um, I'm not surprised. Uh, around around eight thousand. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's also not including, That's not including the nameplates or the bases, the sector imperialis oh, bases as well. Oh Actually, no. Yeah, I really juiced you on those too. That makes more yeah. sense because now think about it. If you say it's like 500 models you have, I was essentially giving you a price of like $5 a model. And that's You're that's about, not uh, true. A no. box of five. They very rarely come in a box of three. Yeah. Uh, but a box of five is what? 60? 60. Six, yeah, averaging yeah. 12 a model for the plastics. So yeah, so. just alone. Let's say 12 a model. 12. Uh Times what? Let's see. It's five hundred. I think it's five hundred models. Last count. Yeah, it's around six thousand dollars. So it's a hundred. So that would be a hundred sixty dollars boxes, basically. Yeah, for five guys. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this episode. I don't. Does she listen to any of them? One random episode. (laughs) One time. The fucking one time. I should point out that's only one of my collections. And like, thank God this podcast doesn't have video. As I'm like looking behind me, and I'm just like a slow sweat yeah. starts crawling down my back as I look at the dark mech, the Eldar, the fucking gigantic warhound sized dragon that I just picked up, yeah. and, <laughs> the and, and 120 blood letters I found. And Dan, just, just so you know, the the goal. I mean, obviously the podcast will never be video, but we do put all this stuff out on YouTube. And I would like to get to the point where we can have the video on there as well, because then people can actually see us talking to them. Yes, yes. But by then, I could like you know say like I found these at like a flea market. No, your bright lights are going to blind the background anyway, so you'll be fine. (laughs) The Jesus lights. I know. It'll be good for when we do battle reports because they're like over the top. But when you record with your camera, it's rough. Steve, Steve, skip to you quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So Epic Tyranids are not Epic Tyranids. Sorry. 40K scale Epic Tyranids. Really cool stuff. I found out that um, someone actually bought the original Armorcast molds and is making this stuff. So I might need oh, to expand what? my collection. Yeah. That's cool. Right? Oh my God. We yeah. should, I should probably tell John about that. Dave, John would fucking flip. He, he, he has probably lacking back to earlier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My my oh, meme wow. army list I almost brought to the tournament as the ringer. Um, it was the all American Tyranid army for Crusher Stampede. It's two Terravagons as the HQs because you need an HQ choice, and that's the only HQ that is armor cast. I run the Malefactor as a Terravagon, right? Okay. And hmm. then it's a um, a Vanguard and a heavy. I forget the heavy support one, but you know those two detachments. One of them is a bunch of Horus Vexes. And one of them is a bunch of exocrines and um, counting the dactylis as a barbed hero duel. It, uh, you know, that's what he does. Like, what he does. And it's 2K. <laughs> it's two Termagons that can't even spawn Termagons because that costs reinforcement points. And they're not made in America. So, yeah, um, the All-American Tyranid Army was two Termagons, two Horus Vexes, um, a Malceptor converted from an exocrine. 
two Exocrines and two Hero Jewels, and I had a 200-point spare, I would have to fill in somehow. Do me a favor. Send, send if you got that guy's information, send it to me, because I, we have a dude, John, who, like, the, the dude collects, like, all this old shit. He's got Space Marines older than fucking I am. Um, but he has don't know what it's called it's a slug with the arms the two yep. arch arms over on the top you just described all four of the models you have to be more specific oh, uh, is it throwing tomatoes does it have grabby hands is it a loopy well, it's, arm it's it's got large scaled scythes on the top that, that that's uh, nice. you know the hive tyrant with the uh you know yeah. the hive tyrant with Not the grabby uh, hands Not no. like a crab claws I think it's a dactylus. I, th- I want to say it's a dactylus. Dactylus is the tomato chucker. Oh, then never mind. I don't even fucking know. But he uses that as his exocrine, is what it is. Um, and he, but he has like a couple of those old models. So I, I'm, I'm assuming he would love, love, love to get access to those. I mean, this is a man who, in the most recent tournament, used Zotes as his hive guard. So that tells you everything yes. you need to know. Original Zote. Point. Well, hold on. Pause. Original Zotes, not the new ones that GW oh, released. Correct. You could taste the lead off them. <laughs> yeah. My army. So, fun fact, uh, lead-contaminated dr- drinking water tastes a little bit like carrots. Um, I found out that uh, the hard way from school. What the fuck? Yeah, um, one of the what elementary the schools apparently had a uh, bad water fountain with old-ass pipes. Like this water fountain all tastes like carrots. I guess that's what it, you know carrots taste like. So yeah, no, Dan, is there a discard a picture of my all American tiered force? Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's um see. which of those sculptures? Oh, it was um um uh, what the fuck is called. So he has two of them. It's the one in the back corner with the big gun sticking out. Mm-hmm. That's the exocrine. And then the one off to the left with the uh curve. Malefactor. Uh yeah. Okay. Be careful when you search that one, you get a lot of different kind of results. Yeah, I could probably assume. <laughs> oh my god, if he sees this, I'm gonna send this to him right now. Hold on. Yeah. Me, and what he it, these are what three D print cast resin? Cast? No, these are all originals, as far as I could tell. But he makes I them. Said... He yeah, has... no. yeah, the guy has the original molds. Oh my god, I'm gonna text yeah. him right now. Literally, I'm texting him right like, now. Like not even a recast. It's what do you even call it? <laughs> when it's the original molds, but it's made like after you know the run. I. I, I, it's almost like oh, yeah, a second no, run or like, second oh, printing or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's cool stuff. All right. Um, anything else in hobby right or is that uh? <laughs> That's about it for me. Nah, just see, speed painting lead screamer killers for the tournament. That's all my hobby lately. Wear a glove while you touch those models. Oh, I did get armagers. Oh, sorry. Let me um. <clears throat> Armagers with quotation marks around them. I bought the uh, Vanguard version of Ar- the Vanguard miniature version of uh, Armagers. How are they? They're like Vanguard. Uh, I haven't opened. I haven't built them yet. Okay. But from what I saw, it's Vanguard miniatures. They fucking look amazing. Okay. Um, I kind of I pulled one out of the bag and I just kind of like looked at it. It's fucking fantastic. Beautiful. I'm not even joking. They look fantastic. Uh, however, on the store, he only has three left in stock. So, Dave, if you want some, I'll give you some. I'll toss some to you okay. if you're interested. I'll take a look. I, I bought got a bit of a backlog on yeah, other bought, stuff, but at some point I want to pick some. No, up. I bought I bought a lot, but they come in oh. packs of I think three. Okay. So I think I bought like fifteen packs. Not fifteen. I bought like ten packs just to kind of make sure that if anyone needed it here, 
they can get it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. If, if you actually have spares, then yeah. 100%. I'll grab from you. Bring yeah. it to the event. Because I don't, I won't charge people for shipping, but it was like ten pounds, so it was like eleven dollars. I'll just uh, charge people ten dollars. I don't care. I'll take yeah. a hit. That's fine. Yeah, right, yeah. ten dollars yeah, for no, three we'll metal that. ones, and they look amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I'll show them to you. One has the rider in it too. Like the the canopy's open with the rider on it. It looks so good. It's oh, you so better bring good. these to the tournament, Dan. So have I'm you saying. seen them, Steve? Do you, do you know what I'm talking um, about? I saw like the preview picture when he posted the link. I didn't see like the whole. Here. There okay. I got you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you yeah. like drool on the podcast. Yeah, that that. Those are nice. Uh, Auditorial pleasant. Those look fine. Are they metal? Those are nice. Yeah, yeah. they're metal. Oh, oh. all right. Yeah, all the Vanguard stuff is metal. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm. Not all of it. I don't know all of it. I heard. I heard the enthusiasm die for a second. Uh, it's fine. I mean, that's what they are. That's what they are. I'm just not a big fan of working with metals. They are pretty. They're a pretty damn good cast. I always give Vanguard, you know, I always give Vanguard props or props are due. I'm not trying to shell, but they do some good fucking shit, man. Yeah, they're epic. Stuff. These are nice. Yeah, but I'll bring it to the event, Steve, if you want. Definitely, definitely. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Oh my god, that'll fund my. Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ, no! Let's stop. I can't. I can't buy more. <laughs> you will quickly before uh, I start saying I'm gonna buy more shit. Right. Well, so so what we'll move on to is the main, the overall main topic tonight, which is all about Adepticon. Um, none of us, un, uh, unfortunately, were actually able to go. Um, I'm thinking, honestly, maybe even for next year, uh, might might actually even try. Um, it it's tough. I don't technically get days off I, I, with teaching. We don't exactly have that, but there's maybe some ways I could wiggle through that and all. Um, but I'd actually like to go because we actually had some of our friends go. Um, I know Dan put this in the notes because Dan writes all kinds of weird things. Um, and I know he's super happy about this because some of our friends, he has, uh, you know, they, they've decided they're going to pick up uh, 30K, at least to some extent. We'll see exactly where it goes, um, at least at, at Maplewood and all, as well as some of the other shores I've been at. It's a very much the sort of thing of, hey, if someone thinks this is cool, some people are going to pick it up and play it, you know. You go in there, there's probably at least one person who plays whatever game it is you're looking for. But um, they bought a bunch of stuff, actually. Uh, so at the, the, joke is, the, the joke is, I didn't know. So I had to look this up, but I couldn't find any information anywhere. Yeah. They were saying that Forge World was, or at least the Games Workshop with the Forge World, was giving away mats if you spend, you know, $700. Yeah. Um. And I was like, "Oh shit, okay." I don't know who their pair. I thought maybe Frontline Gaming because that that seems like the most obvious pairing. Um, yeah, Fat Mats, you know. Um, these motherfuckers bought. I'm just gonna round it. I'm not gonna give you the exact price, but they bought around like eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred dollars worth of shit. Yeah, and I'm about, like, about three guys. Whoa! I was like, and it's cool though because like, so one guy already has Raven Guard, and he has thirty mm-hmm. K Raven Guard. Uh, the more Dathan. No, no. Who are the jump yeah, pack that's... with the lightning claws? No, no, jump pack with lightning claws. But he does have more Dathan as well. Uh, <sighs> Furies. Furies. Dark, yes. So he has Dark Furies. Um, he's got more Dathan. So he does actually have a small 30k army, around 1,500 points. Um, uh, the other guy um, wanted to start World Eaters. He texted me on Discord, and he goes, you know, how do I start this? And I was giving him some hints, and, and he started. He picked up some world leaders. He picked up some red butchers. Good choice, Angron. Great choice, um, especially with the leaks that are going on around. You know, people have been leaking a lot of stuff. You know, randomly. 
Um, so like, just if these leaks are true, then man, world leaders are. It's every every legion is fucking powerful, but world leaders are gonna be really cool. Um, and then uh, our other friend who. <laughs> He's rich. I I always forget this, but he's fucking rich. He yeah. uh he started White Scars, so he bought um the White Scars Contemptor, which looks fucking amazing. But that's what I think one of my favorite Contemptors. And then Dave, this was an old podcast, like maybe five or six, seven, eight podcasts ago. We were talking mm-hmm. about the different Contemptors, yes. and which would look the best. And I still I still stick by that the White Scar one. I think looks fucking fantastic. Um, he picked up uh. Oh, fucking, I can't pronounce these names. The Kurzagon, Kurzgan, Kurz, the land, the land speeder, the land speeder with the assault cannons, so on and so forth. Yeah, he picked up a lot of stuff too. So yeah, they got some free mats too, which is cool. No, that that is nice. Yeah, I, no, I honestly, the, the look of the Contemptors, the reason I'm looking at Dark Angels because one, I like their scheme. I kind of like a nice clean black scheme. Um, but also, I think their Contemptor is the best. So it's like, okay, why not play the faction that has the best looking Contemptor? You know. It doesn't help that Lionel Johnson has a um, uh, helmeted form for his figure because I think some some of their faces are a little derpy to me. I like his face though. There are I some of the Primarchs like Gilman. I hate his face. Yes, agreed. Gilman is awful. Gilman is awful. Uh, Lehman Russ looks cool. I'll give Lehman Russ a pass. Yeah, uh, Lehman Russ looks cool. Pertorabo yeah. is. Uh, yeah. That's another one. Um. So, I mean, you know, remember, if, if you're watching this on or if you listen to this through any podcatcher, we also put this out on YouTube. So we're, we're going to I'll be showing the different things that we're going to talk about and all. I'm not going to show all the pictures of everything. When we go through the previews, I have all that pulled up. We're going to go through all that. But for some of the other pictures, like um, you can look through. There's a lot of people who put them out. Um, Warhammer Community put it out as well. You can look through the golden demon entries you can look at the tables there's a lot of sources for a lot of really great looking models the one thing i will pull up because dan posted it and i know he enjoyed it greatly was his uh banana crons <laughs> oh, sorry i'm oh, sorry banana, uh, custodes. banana custodes first uh, of all first of all fucking props to this dude i i would love to have met this dude and legitimately shake his hand because it's one thing to like make a meme list or make a meme army it's another thing to just fucking go all out so when dave shows this picture i don't know if he showed yeah, it's it up, now it's up there already you just zoom in on some of these like i the level zoom easily but i i know but the level of just i, I i'm i was speechless when i saw this I, I was actually legitimately speechless. that's hard to do because i fucking talk a lot I was speech like the, down to the little miniature heads on the sisters, the little banana heads on the sisters. The fact that the banana bikes, like the banana, can, is the bikes are a banana, and then the riders are a banana. That's what does it for me. Um, the bikes, yeah, the, the or the statue, the statue. I didn't even like notice the statue until the very end. Um, just the, the statue is nice. It's the, it's the bikes that do it for me. The bikes, the banana bikes with the banana, like it's just. Everything about this screams, and it's so funny because, like, um, I don't. Okay, so to the to the near right, so the right hand side of the picture, near to the front, there's a shield captain. What I'm assuming is a shield captain, I should say. Okay. Um, and it's really funny because he actually looks really fucking cool. Like, despite the banana there, he looks really damn cool. So it's just, it's like. They, you could see the amount of work he did, and honestly, props to this dude because this is, 
this is straight new level. Like, compared to the other shit I saw at Adepticon, like the fucking Wraith Gates. Oh my god, fucking hate that. Um this was this was this was great. This what? was great. The the larger so you have the giant banana statue in front, about two rows in yeah. front, you have three that are together with like a blue blade on the right side. Yeah. What are, are those wardens. supposed to be? Those wardens. are most likely wardens. wardens, and the reason I say that is because wardens are custodians that have tabards on them. They're the ones who are like feel they're the bodyguards. They're okay. the ones, but they have tabards. The way you tell them apart is they they have like um they have literal uh, tabards. That's literally the word I'm looking for. I don't know why I'm trying to look for a different word. They're, they're, the tabards are loincloths on the bottom. That's what differentiates them from the other models, especially if you paint that red to the gold. It's really so. The reason I say they're wardens is because they're unpeeled. Yeah, because the so peel's sitting in front. Yeah, yeah, so I it has to be wardens. It has to be, which again is fucking. Ge- the fact that he thought about that is fucking genius. Like this guy. Oh my god. Yeah, just overall ten out of ten. This this is next level amazing in yeah. my opinion. Um, again, compare this to like other shit you saw at Adepticon with the fucking wraith gates. This made my day. Like yeah. I was angry at the wraith gates, and I saw this, and I'm like, this made it. I'm I'm okay now. All right. Why don't Why don't we uh when we go through some previews, then we'll um we yes. can talk about some tournaments and some dem- general uh Adepticon notices and all. So we'll go we'll go and take a look at the previews. Um, if anyone is listening to this one to follow along, I said you can watch it on YouTube. We have it all pulled up. You can see along with us there. But if not, um, this is just going through the Warhammer Community preview um, article that they put out on the twenty fourth that has all of um, all of the previews put together. I did watch it that night. I watched it through um, the Honest Wargamer. I usually listen to their take on it because I'm not so interested in listening to the two guys from GW tell us how great and wonderful GW stuff is. And I understand they have to say everything's great and wonderful and that there's a particular energy they have to have. But I'd rather, you know, listen to the conversation from people who can be critical. You know, who who can love the things that are great and be critical of the things that they are not as enthused about. So I agree. But we'll uh we'll start right, with start it off. Yeah, we'll start with Necromunda, because that's the first one that they list here. Yeah. And um I don't have Love any I, I don't play Necromunda. I don't plan on it. Um and if anyone hasn't watched any of this stuff they have it, but I, I do wish I had some uses for their bugs they got. They're getting so they're getting I, ash wastes. Yeah. Um they they previewed previously at LVO that they're getting out of the hives, they're going out to essentially the deserts, the ash wastes and all ash wastes, and this is um that box that they've shown us now. So what I have up now is what's what they show is in the box. Um, has the terrain, has your cards, has all your models. The terrain, I think, is nice. I do think they did a good job with that. Yeah, I agree. I ab- In fact, a lot of the 30K guys were super excited because, like, if you're playing Zone Mortalis, you could absolutely play Zone Mortalis on, like, a board like this, like a Water Ward. Or mm. Water Ward, Jesus. Water World Table. Yeah. And you buy it, you find, if they sell these terrain sets individually buy two or three of these and you can literally have the walkways you know like as walls mm-hmm. you could really do a lot of fun stuff with this yeah yeah we 30k guys tend to be terrain wars yeah I, you need it for that you need it so it, it's very pretty 
Um, I'm terrified of the price of those things, though, because it looks like it's going to be a lot of big sprues. And I can't imagine them making it cheaper than Zomortalis just because it's Games Workshop. They no. only ratchet up. You can clearly see this in their game design. And their pricing, you know, same philosophy. It only ratchets up. Yeah. I So I played a Necromunda campaign. It has amazing ideas. I'm not in love with current Necromunda. Yeah. But I don't... As much as I shit on it, I don't hate it either. I'm hoping that Ash Waste can be, like, their opportunity to fix a lot of things I do not like about current Necromunda. Um, everyone doesn't know the history of Necromunda. Um, Ash Wastes was a campaign setting put out way back in... I'll say the Fanatic magazine? Okay. And it basically took the Gorka Morka rules and retrofitted them back onto the Necromunda rules for vehicles. And expanded it by also adding in beasts. Um, and Gorkamork is a great game, so you can imagine how fun uh, Ash Wastes could be. Actually, I'm going to try to play old school Ash Wastes. I'm excited, though. I absolutely love the minis. For yeah, Ash I'll, I'll scroll uh, down to, to show some of these minis. Well, I was they... going to say, the bugs are great. I, I They're weird. They're, they just look icky. I, I don't know if that's like the right word. They, they, they look... Um, not right. I don't know if, like, they don't look symmetrical, out. which is, yeah, they, they don't look symmetrical, which is great for, like, a like a weird insect creature. A lot of people are also saying you could use these for, like, you know, big thing is, like, you can't have, uh, Nurgle doesn't really have cavalry yeah. in, in Ruinstorms, uh, Ruinstorm Demons for 30k. Some people use the frog, Nurgle frogs, but they're out of stock, so you have to go to China, essentially, or Russia to buy it. Um, but these would work excellent for Nurgle Cavalry. Like, on-the-nose excellent. Yeah. I mean, even the what one... Like about I, I think it's like the third click through. The the one of these... Uh, what are they call? Uh, did they name the bugs? Giant oh, Fleas. Okay, they said they're Giant they're... Fleas. Yeah. Um, one of them, they, even his one leg has... Um, essentially looks like staples along it to help keep close the crack it has on it and it's on its cayenne those i like i oh, like I these i like that. these a lot. yeah it's creepy love them it, it is um they did them i mean they're doing them sort of that mad max sort of grays and tans color which i think they work very well on I'm, i'd be interested to see what other kind of color schemes people do even even the normal models for these like Outland Raiders, or wherever you might want to call them, look pretty good. Um, a little busy. No, absolutely good for them. Yeah, a, a little busy, but I, I think that works very well. And and the covered faces, I think, help with that. But, uh, they, they Even did the squat bikes. Models. Squat bikes look great. The bikes. You mean nice. the orc buggies? Okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna call them squat bikes because. Basically, squat bikes, but yeah, no, they look great. No, yeah, I like this. Was a cool. This was cool. This is neat. That's what it is. This was neat. is neat. That terrain, though. Yeah. That terrain. If you keep scrolling down, yeah, is it popular? Um, it depends. Literally, it depends. Okay. I swear to God, it depends. It depends on literally the store. Like Maplewood has its bouts, but like you go to um, 
I think Mythicos has like a large Necromunda thing. No, okay. am I crazy? No, we had a campaign last year in the okay. the Mawa location. Oh, okay. Maybe something happened to HQ. I don't follow the HQ events that much, but um, the Mawa location had a campaign, and I was one of the most aggressive players in that campaign. I came in, I think, second or third, not because I did well, but because I just played that many games. I was able to kind of keep up score-wise. Um, that's why I know I don't like current Necromunda. Oh, like, we just played so much of it. Yeah, so like the I love the core rules of it, right? Like the rules interactions are great, but some things they did I just don't agree with. Like the way campaigns work, they have published I think four different campaigns at this point. There was the turf war campaign that was in the gang war books, and then when they did the consolidated book, they had the Dominion campaign, which is like the old school Necromunda campaign, except. All of your gang like progress and scaling pretty much comes out of your money. So it's equipment and extra models that you're getting to progress, not skills. Because skill progression is stupidly low in the new Chromunda um, game. I'm hoping that they do something to address that in Ash Wastes. I doubt they're going to. Um, but who knows? It's a setting of I would imagine it's being a setting of poverty, so I'm hoping they fix the money-based growth, because that's just not engaging. It doesn't tell stories the same way as, yeah, you know, that's Rico, he jumped off a tower, um, took D6 damage, um, like, you know, lasting damage effects, has a peg leg, a bionic eye, and, you know, has these three skills. You don't get fighters like that in the current Necromunda, just because the way it works. Like you take, yeah. you buy fifteen experience. Like you get fifteen experience. Because you can take your experience and thirty credits, and you could buy one skill. It's yeah. I could go on for a long time about it, so I'm trying not to dig too much into my Necromunda regrets. Regrets, not that's not the word, but you know, lamentations. Yeah, <laughs> lamentations. What's winning? No, right. passing no, through the train. No, that good looking train. Uh, it does have a rule book. I mean, so who knows who, how much changes? We'll we'll see when it comes out. I I mean, I don't have a squad. I would try it, but I'm not uh not necessarily sold on it. It's all right though. Um, I have other stuff. It's it's neat. Is what yeah. it is. I'm not mad it got shown. That's the best. There are other things where I'm like, oh, what we'll the get fuck? to that not too long from now. Yeah. I am exceptionally yeah. excited about those nomads. I'm painting the shit out of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the next thing All they right. talked about was for more Warhammer Underworlds, which that's another game where I could ask the question, is this actually popular or not? And I think I, 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 there's always that. Not. There's always the case of, yeah, it depends on what store you go to. But like overall, I don't know. But they do I great say, little models <laughs> out of it. I will say that sometimes the warbands are usable in Sigmar. Like, for they example, all, I. Yeah. Uh, well, you the, can the, use the them all. Are some of them, are they good yeah. is the question. Yeah, the ogre one is actually pretty damn neat. That's the one where, uh, you know, the ogres, oh, that ogre hunter can deep strike anyway, but yeah. I can trap an objective for D6 mortal wounds on something, right? That's and I can just yeah. literally trap the objective if I wanted to. So if you enter that objective, you take D6 mortal wounds, which is nice. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, some of them are usable. Some of them are less than usable. So just, yeah. Yeah. The Beast, actually... the beast of uh, Chaos 1 was usable. On Sunday, actually, I played a game of Sigmar at Red Seal Gaming, and um, 
my opponent brought um brought those uh the, the one for uh uh what was he ogres playing? no 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 not ogres no 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 oh. it was for um like night night haunt night okay um and I mean, unfortunately, he put them into a Sludge Raker, so the Sludge Raker just mortaled him out on the first swing, because I rolled two sixes and a one, so I did eight mortal wounds off of his first profile, um, <laughs> which crushed them. But they're definitely cool-looking models. Um, so speaking they, they of the models, um, the one thing, and now again, where I was watching it, they talked about this. I don't know if you guys were watching if you caught this. They're, they're showing for these exiled dead. They have They're in water. And there's lightning all over the place. That that doesn't sound safe. But <laughs> but but taking a look at these guys, uh, let's. I actually I didn't really take too much of a look before now. Let's look at these. What the hell? So he's got. Which one are you on? You're looking at that like the weird Gene Stealer Magos. Yeah 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 yeah. So yeah so he's, he's he's in the middle with his hands hanging down. Um. Yeah he does yeah he does look like the Gene Stealer Magos guy. Right? Because the hood. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you go to the right, that one dude's definitely got a uh, like a Rick and Morty arm grafted onto him there. Where like the one arm is just huge. I, I like the I like the third one in. I like I like the one with the uh the uh poleaxe and the shield. Pole I think that one looks pretty neat. Yeah. It's it doesn't fit in the rest of the set. No, it doesn't. Actually, like yeah, looking all. looking through the set, it that really guard. doesn't fit. I think that's literally the bodyguard. Um, okay. Like, his second in command. Well, I don't know how a zombie's second in command, but I think it literally is the second in command. Because that's usually what happens with these sets, by the way. There's a leader, there's a second in command, and then there's mooks. Yeah. It's probably just because everyone else is essentially shirtless or has very little uh, to them. They look <laughs> ragged. Where he looks like a more, you know, uh, you know uh, stronger, more or or, or or more, pro yeah, he looks more together. You know, he's obviously, you know, like an undead form of a soldier, but the other ones don't have the look of soldiers. They have the look of experiments. He doesn't look like an experiment. You know, even on the next yeah. one where you see the the guy, he's got things coming out of his back. The other one's like a different color. They made yeah. him a little bit more of a green. You know, they, they so look like he worked on them. Reading the description, it's uh that's Regulus, that's Markov's personal zombie. So yeah, no, that's why. It's personal zombie. Yeah, so that's probably why. The arc workers are Bolt, Coil, Ion, and Vlash, but Markov's personal zombie is Regulus. They're better models than they are. I like the visual art. design. I like the visual design a lot of this. I think this is a great warm-up for some dark mechanicists. Not that they're going to actually follow through on that. Mm. Remember the oh. Megavolt cultists from Black Seven Fortress? Yeah. This is like yeah, the fancy I would rather use those. Yeah, I'd rather use those. Like I said, this one is, again, neat. I don't play I it. for D&D. No, that, oh, yeah, they'd be good for it. That's they're neat. Would I buy them? Probably not. Would I play the game? Also, probably not. But I'm, if someone <laughs> plays the game and really loves it, but if someone plays the game really... It's like, like I said, this is one of those things where I'm not upset that they showed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I look at this and I'm like, not my cup of tea, but shit, those are neat models. Okay, I see what you did there. Like, I'm not mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you play this game and, and, and this is the faction you've been waiting on, 
um, because it goes well with the current faction you have, yeah, you, you're not uh, you're not necessarily upset. Exactly. It's like it's 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 neat. That's I'm gonna keep saying that. It's yeah. Let's let's go to one of the highs. Uh, we'll go through a little bit of highs here. We'll take a look at these oh, uh, yeah, the cast highs. ninety boys. Oh my god! Um, yes. uh, Abomination. I two cast knights. Trailer. Yes. Oh, I loved the cut. I. Oh my god! Every so when they showed this, every thirty. K, I was I was pre. I was actually the one streaming live on our Discord. Um, because I don't know, so everyone, so the other person who was trying to stream was having a problem with their computer. Yeah. So I hopped downstairs and I turned on my computer. And I just I shared my computer screen. Um, and I streamed it live, and I I always had my headphones on so no one can hear me. Um, but the entire like literally the moment in the trailer when the guy's like stuck on the Imperial Knight, the yeah. Chaos Imperial Knight, or sorry, the Chaos Knight, and we were all here is like, oh shit! And then we saw the tentacles and shit, and we were like, oh shit! Yeah. The tusks. We were like, "Oh my god, this is Dark Mechanicum in a half." Yeah, no, yeah. everything about this I love. Literally I love everything the about the first this half, and I love the second half. I love the middle. I love that entire trailer. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about like, the first yeah. half is that they brought up a great fucking lore point that people I think forget. Imperial knights were serving before the Emperor went on his Great Crusade. They are Dark Age mechs that are yeah. still running around. And doing what has to get done to, you know, keep humanity alive. So, that was a nice little lore piece. I'm like, ah, oh, thank God someone remembered that fact. And then just that, that cut. Oh my God, that cut to the person all chained up on the shield. Yeah. Beautiful. It was great. Right, so I'm mostly a loyalist models player. Are so the first one they Ooh, show is the, the oh. War Dog Carnivore. Um, which, uh, I, it, honestly, it's just a great model. It really yeah. is. I literally have literally I like, like the very literally. I like the claw feet. I like the claw hand. I like the 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 horse skull. Skull the skull. People were kind of complaining yeah. about it, and I had to remind. Like I had to, maybe I pointed this out, but a lot of the dark mechanicum shit, like Scoria and Anacronis Scoria, the the literal person who bonded demons with uh, engines, has that exact skull or skulls, I should say, on his tentacles. To be honest, I wish that more like. Normal Mechanicus had skulls on it because it does in the lore a lot. You know, the yes. whole, like, animalistic, ritualist stuff. Yes. I like that. And I'm glad to see some of that come up here. It, I feel it, like an armature is about, like, the size limit where it works and yeah. looks normal. Yeah, you don't want to go too big with it because then it looks like you might have actually put a real skull on it. Yeah. Um, it, it is one of the best adaptations of Chicken Legs that I've seen mm. Be, because that's absolutely what they I are. Know. When you look at the feet, like it has that look, but it, they, they gave it enough of a bulking out. Um, even though like the little, little um, pistons coming off the, the back of the lower legs for, I oh, can't yeah, imagine just, a reason. I, 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 they, my, I'm looking at my armatures now that I have in the case and uh, normal Imperial ones have that. Yeah. All right. Those, those well, are normal. These are just what, this is just an upgrade kit, right? I know for the big one, it's an upgrade kit. Are these guys upgrade kits? Uh, no, this is completely new. Okay, so, so this one know, is kind of look at no, I will literally, so the body is new. Okay. I'm not just going to say base because the vent. inside body, like the, the top carapace is new. The shoulders are new. Arm is the same. I wish I could see the 3D image yeah, the of the upper, arm. The upper, the upper yeah. arm is the same. The same, yeah. The lower, lower arm is completely different. 
Uh, give me a second here. Looking at upper legs, the same. Leg, are upper not leg and the lower, actually, upper leg and lower leg are the same. I have it right. Here. I'm literally turning it as I'm talking. Upper leg and lower leg are the same, including the shielding on it. The feet are very different. The the, the feet are completely different. Um, down to a, like, yeah. I have a kit of like the current armatures in the other room, and I wish I had it like in reach. So I could go through the sprue and go, yeah, this is the same sprue. No, it's an upgrade sprue. Look at mine. No, I'm, I'm literally, I have one. If yeah. I'm literally, I'm looking at my custodies ones. Yeah, but the uh, about the sprue. I think this oh. is going to be an upgrade. Is it a base with an upgrade or is it like an entirely new set of sprues? No, I, I, use those, I, I use those leg. shin guards. I have those shin guards on them. Right. That's what oh. I'm saying. Like the upper leg, it might be the same base sprue yeah. with an upgrade. Upper leg. So it basically is. what I, I'm, the lower foot. And the claws of the foot, obviously. The hands. The shoulder pads. Um, here's where it gets interesting. So the the body, right? Mm. I don't know if you could see this on the side image. You see on the side image, there's like the piping and stuff on the body. That's all yeah. Imperial. What changed there were the exhaust pipes on the back. Yeah. Um, and the, 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 I don't know if you ever built an Imperial Knight, but the carapace that you put on the top as well. Yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does. And the head, obviously. Um, so, they yeah. said at least for the bigger kit, because I do remember them saying this, that it was an upgrade sprue. I think this, they might have said this one is, was as well, but I bet it is, because all those things you could fit on a sprue. Because it's a couple armor options, like a weapon and some little, and some doodads. Like, they absolutely could. So it's going to be an upgrade kit. Absolutely. Basically, it's the same parts that they upgrade for the Forge World um, armatures yeah. that get changed out in this kit. Yeah. It, so it is very good looking, out, though. Feet, they swap out the shoulders. Yeah, I I like this. Let's see what else they show. And then they, they, show, uh, they show the big boy. I don't know why all the vultures... Just... I, I hate it. As a person who likes to have models that aren't identical every single fucking time, <laughs> in general are an issue at least in the waist swivels with yeah. those vultures I, I don't even know what you're going to do besides just hacking them off your model aggressively yeah uh, that, that they, they, they look fucking integrated man the one uh, the ones on the left and right yeah because they're they're really on those pieces there's there's some potential that it's a small connection point the ones on the top, I would. The problem I think would be the one um, on the upper right. If you're looking at him, he looks like he's right on the armor, where the other ones look like they're on things. No, no, no. He's on something as well. They're all what, on something. What you'd probably have to do is all those little spikes that they're on. At least the three, three of them are on good spikes. The one he's turned like backwards. I can't see exactly how he's attached. Those ones, if they're on the spikes if they come that way you would just have to clip onto the spike and then just kind of shave it to a point and you just have more pointed objects on top more pointed protrusions and all you're right i think that's the only potential downside is that if you were doing a a knight army like this it's one upgrade that you have so the upgrade's going to look very similar unless you know you do, you do some hobbying and some some switching on it i will say because i did build these mm -hmm. um it's actually not that hard um the legs are usually mono but the, the legs are monopose but the much. good yeah but the good news is if you snip in certain areas mm -hmm. it's actually very easy to slide the leg along the groove 
very easy. Um, actually, so my favorite part of this model, I know you talk about it. If you yeah. look at the upper carapace, and this is going to be a yeah. weird favorite, but I'm going to be honest here. And yeah, I would say the chum gun, yes. But if you look on the upper carapace area, those ex- mm-hmm. that exposed wiring on the center, well, not the center, like center left and center right. Yeah. I, I don't know why I love it, but I love it. I think. Because it's steampunk as fuck. It's just, yeah. I don't you know have, what uh, it is. Dark Mech and 30K. Yeah, it's just, it, it, maybe it's the way they colored it. Maybe it's the way they painted it. I don't know. But uh, that just, to me, just, it fucking looks amazing. It's the steampunk and it makes it look just older as well as less, I don't, I don't want to say, say put together, but more, you know, you could say more chaos or something like that. It, it has a, a less beautiful feel. Off the of that dirtier look, look. yeah, just grimier. Yeah, even if you did a nice clean current... paint job, it would still look a you know a little bit more grimy because of that. I want to say the current kit is the same carapace, and this just has vultures as upgrades you put on it. Maybe. All right, so I have. I'm looking. Hold on, give me a second. The current chaos knight, obviously. Yeah. Not right, the. Uh... I know. I had to. Put... Okay, so let me see. Let me look. All right, so the shoulders are the same, legs are the same, and probably again they come with. I should point out that they come with multiple shin guards and stuff. Mm. So I didn't use those shin guards. The shin guards may be new, I don't know, but they come with like three or four different versions of shin guards, like Titanicus. So yeah, uh, uh, cod piece is the same. Tail is not at all. Well, no, yeah, it, it doesn't have a tail, tail normally. Yeah, tail. Although the connection that point is going onto a warlord titan, thank 1, you very much. Yeah, one thousand. That is a hundred percent mutation. Um, the exhaust is the same. Head obviously not the same, and I don't know what. The, so, he. I think that top carapace is is new, and this is my argument why yeah. the top. I didn't, I glued mine down, but the other one I have exposed the the uh, the original chaos knight I did with the sword. Mm-hmm. Um, that just pops up. That's all one piece. So I think that is might be molded uh different. No, you're right. That is molded differently because this yeah. the Rampager whatever kit does not have the chain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so think literally that is difference. that is that's completely new there. Yeah. But other than that, um and we know this I, one is an upgrade kit because they didn't say that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I I I am I might actually purchase it just for my Dark Mechanicum in 30k. Yeah. I, that's that I haven't purchased for my Dark Mechanicum in a fucking long ass time. The last I... thing I purchased was Scoria, to give you an idea of how Ooh. long it's been. Yeah, when Scoria first came out, that was the last purchase I did for my Dark Mechanicum. I didn't even know when Scoria came out. This absolutely would be a purchase for them, 1,000 percent. Not even not even looking back on that one. Yeah. So I have a Knight Steerix. I've been very slowly working on. I want to change out the legs for the Chaos Knight leg so it has the double jointed legs. So it matches my Mechanicus because, you know, the Thalax have the double jointed legs. All the 30k mech stuff has that sort of leg setup. I'm glad I waited, though, to pick up the Knight because I like this one so much better. Like all the other aspects of it. Yeah. And it has a Choom Gun, which is very exciting. Yes. And it's psychic, apparently. 
I mean, I'm I'm not like a it. I'm not a night player or anything like that. When I look at the other knights, I mean, don't mean some of them are cool looking, but I don't really have much of an interest. These guys, I have an interest in. I'm curious to see, you know, what do they do with the rules? How do they actually shake out? Because knights are in an ever increasingly tough spot because just the proliferation of high damage, really good AP that's coming through. Like they just um. What, today or yesterday, whichever day it was, they showed um, a preview for uh, one of the guns, uh, one of the Tyranid guns on what, like a Tran effects or whatever it is. I forget which model. Yeah, the Tran effects. Yeah. Tran has always been a stupid thing. Yeah, it's it, a heavy three. Um, strength 12, yeah, 14, something like that. 12, 12 or 14. 4 plus D6. Yeah, 4 plus a D6, yeah. a AP minus was four or five oh, which means it just it carves through it can it depends on your die rolls but it can absolutely carve through knights and we saw that if you watched any of the games at a at adepticon really what works well for knights right now is the small knights taking the big ones are unfortunately a liability and i did watch the game um, i don't remember players names um because i have it pulled up in front of me but it was a knight player and he brought a whole bunch of uh armagers and he went against a Harlequin player, and it was, I mean, he, he was doing well for a while, but he was just losing too many. And it just became a point where sooner or later, he just had nothing left to fight back with. Yeah. But it, it's a very cool kit. I'm very curious to see what they do with the rules for this stuff. Because he is neat okay, looking. Okay, so I've been, yeah. I've been looking at this and the other Chaos Knight. Mm -hmm. It is the same carapace and shoulders. It's just different, like, accessories put onto it. Okay. Okay. Because you look at like the spikes and where the pipes match, that's all perfect match. So there is like an like the upgrade screw does add like the chains that wrap around it and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So okay. you could totally leave all the vultures off, spread vultures around between other knights if you have multiple boxes. Good. It really is just an upgrade kit with, I think, another head, more weapons. But all right, I like these I weapons. What? All right, <laughs> I like these weapons. Volkites are cool. Oh, and this is going to come into it in an uh, army box for knights. Yep. Apparently. Yeah, because that, that well, leads that into the other thing they said, which was the codexes yeah. for these. Codexes. Let's, let's, talk, let's yeah. talk fucking codexes. They went nuts on this. Well, um, they, they showed two things. They showed well, Imperial Knights and Chaos Knights. what the other releases are. So, yeah, the two, they're releasing a dual codex, which is really cool in my opinion. I like when they do this, especially if like, there's a... Especially when there's a what? You cut out. Uh-oh. Uh, did we lose him? Dan. He's still uh, there. No? Hello? There, you're noise. back. Okay. There you Welcome are. back. Sorry, the plug actually fell out of the microphone. That's so weird. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I said uh, I like when they release dual codexes, especially when it's like um, from different sides of the same fa uh, like same faction but different sides. Yeah. So they have Imperial Knights and Chaos Knights, so it's kind of cool to compare them at the same time. Hmm. Um. And I very much agree with you. I want to see what they do. I really do, because... Uh, War Dog spam is basically the only way to play knights, and I and I do mean War Dog. I didn't say Armager spam. I said I War it might be War Dogs. I, I I might have been yeah, wrong with the names. I don't know the names. Armager well. spam sucks. Okay, War, so War, it might have been War Dogs yeah. then. Chaos is just War better. Um, yeah. it just that's how it is right now. Um, and so War Dog spam is what kind of is the only thing you take to tournaments. But like you know, um, also what is this army set? What what do you get in the army set? I don't um, even the one most the important thing you get. Is this is the only way to get the rule book in the beginning? No. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't read that. 
Right underneath, Rock it says... First place... Get, oh, yeah, you... The new army says a great way to kick off your cast Night army. Blah, blah, blah. This box will be the first place you'll get your hands on new codex. They they mentioned this on the stream. Yeah, this is where... Now, we don't know the time frame between this. Um, they've done this with editions. They usually do this with all their new editions, is that the, the start collecting box or the new edition box, or whatever you might want to call it, that usually has, like, the rules, and then not long after they do it separate... But it's probably going to be, it might be, you know, a, a couple months before you can find it otherwise. So. Um, the Stodies and Genes to their cult had the same thing go on after their combined box. That wasn't right? a codex. That yeah, was... they didn't put codices in that box. Yeah, they, oh, they just had the model rules. No, there was something where the codex, Black Templars. I know that they yes, Black, Black Templars, Templars did have it. Oh, like... yeah. How long was that ahead of the rest of it? Like a month and a half, I want to say. It was a month. About that, I yeah. remember it was, month? I, it was about a month because uh, the guy who does Black Templar in the store was pissed. Yeah, ish. Yeah, um, and, and all the boxes. It's one of the big nights, the smaller night, and that Codex box. From what they said, is that it's just night, a night? Yeah, it's just a night and armager. Is that what or war dog? I should say. Yes, is that what it is. Yeah, it's supposed to be that with the Codex. Okay. Um, that's what they said. That as far as I know, that's that's what it's supposed to be. Um, not combined codex, right? It's like two separate. Books. They're two separate codices. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Imperial Knights just sitting around, twiddling their thumbs, waiting for their turn after Chaos Knights get their. Bombs. No, I think they said there's going to be a uh, Codex Imperial Knights will also be out soon, leaving Quinters. Yeah. The codexes, really I believe, are going to be a simultaneous release, but the Imperial Knights Codex, by sound of it, you'll be able to buy. Where the Chaos Knights, you're going to have to get that box originally to do it. That seems a weird... That have, seems... They have yeah. new sprues. There's new things to sell. So you put it in a box. That um, seems weird. Okay. The, the okay. Imperial Knights, at least by the look, aren't getting any new, new kits. So they don't have anything in the package there. I, I guess it must not have went that bad when they did that for Black Templars. People must have still bought it up. Because otherwise they yeah. wouldn't do it now. But they haven't done it since. Maybe this was just a holdover. Maybe this box was already put together. They couldn't stop it. I mean, we know it's not the next Codex to release, at least. we Because Tyranids are next, right? Yes. And So Tyranids are next. They're coming. Um, then it's then it's Knights. Cause that, that they're the, and then the next one um, is, uh, is probably going to be Imperial Guard. Um. I haven't heard enough to know one way or the other, so honestly. The only reason well there are there are continuous rumors that it's gonna be Imperial Guard. And mm. what only cemented that was I think I gave you the picture. That 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 Warhammer community article where they were like, What is this? That that's yeah, the spear with the grenade on it. That is that the rumor engine is way ahead of everything. Yes, else. it is. No. They started so showing Tyranid's stuff year for all December. Or earlier, and, and Tyranids aren't even out yet, so you yeah. could be looking at four-month, five-month lead time. True, true, true. I think okay. they had some of the Necromunda stuff and some of the Parasite coming out around the same time, like, months and months and months ago. Yeah. Might be Chaos Legions, just because that's... Oh, Chaos, oh, Chaos Codex, yeah. It should be. Because they, they are very sad. That poor faction. Imagine we'll being space about... green, only one wound. Ooh, yeah, we'll talk about well. we'll talk about them in a second. <laughs> um, and what's after? Uh, what what came next in the reveals? Blood Bowl. Um, 
Oh yeah, no. with this will be fast, but we have to have to take a look. Where where do they put them? There they are, the little boars. I will say that love the, these boars. The, okay, no, I no, passed no, no, over no. the other shit. I'm not even looking at it. Look at these boars. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, hold on. There is one though. There is one I got to mention because it's fucking hilarious. I've never right. designed this. Scroll tier meme. There is a uh, football player who's has his finger pointing up at the sky. Do you know what that's a reference to? Give me a second. Let me find them. him. Uh, I feel like I should know, but no. Right off the top of my head, I do that's not know. Techno Viking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That is Techno Viking. It does Ooh, it looks like it's Techno Viking. Yeah. So whoever designed this fucking design Techno Viking as a football player. So honestly, all props to that because that that is legitimately hilarious. I mean, so these so these guys actually do look cool. I do like their look, but it's all about these boars. The one has a helmet. He's got a helmet on. And you it's... do get two of them. I don't know what I would use them for. I have no use for them, but they're amazing. This reminds me of when they released the um, the great unclean one, and it came with that stupid little nurgling with a helmet and a, and a cape. Yep. Right? And people were like, you buy you 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 buy the box for the nurgling and you get a great and clean one for free. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's some of their their small. It, it, it's the character they have in it. Is this yeah. little model? But they gave it a lot of character. They had the two. They have these two different ones, and they gave them enough substance and, and distinction between the two that they're both actually very unique. Um, I don't know exactly what they do. Um, they talked about it a little bit, but I. Um, I I'm not, I'm not sure. I know they mentioned it, but that's all we had to say about Blood Bowl. But I did want to mention those little guys because those guys, those guys are adorable. All right, let's get mad. Um, Season of War, uh, Thondia for Age of Sigmar. What the? F- Why? Who gives a shit? You the mean you box. you don't want to buy? Um. Okay, let's let's take a guess. And on, on the YouTube, I'm going to put up for guesses as well. How much is this box going to be so that way you can get some terrain? Uh, be aware, we've already seen the uh, tower with the water pouring down. Those steps, yep. we've seen those steps before as well. How much do you think this box is going to be so you can get that endless spell? 200. 200? I'm going to say 270. 270 or 70 in no, total? 270. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Oh. That's gonna be two hundred. Uh because there's one. Cool <laughs> Dave is gonna be like two hundred and one. No, no. <laughs> I, I w- uh, before you said two hundred, I was thinking two ten. Um, just because that seems to be like the price point they want to put some bigger boxes at now. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's two seventy. Um, I'm curious to see where's Alcapulse, but. I mean, you get some meh terrain. Not, I mean, it, no, just meh. Really? I'm not a huge fan of the terrain. That's no, like no, 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 I'm sorry. The terrain sucks. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna give GW a pass on this one. The terrain sucks, and I'm yeah. sorry whoever designed this. I'm, it sucks. The the walls suck. You know who had better walls when sick when uh uh war cry. Release it set. Remember the fucking walls that they had with the meat yeah. factory and shit. Well, those that are uh, re-release, right? These walls are re-released. Oh, I didn't even fuck. That makes it even I've worse. I've seen those walls before. 
Yeah. Those dragon, that dragon bone, I don't know if it's the paint scheme. I don't know what it is, but it, it just, looks no, like it's scaled it, wrong to the rest it of the yeah, it, it doesn't look wrong. good. It, it is. Okay. The, the flowing waterfall? No. I mean, no, it actually is that big. Look at the it, box the, art. No, I just meant so, the, the scale on the thing itself. Oh, like when the you scale look of at it, it is bad. That's yeah. what throws me off. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't like the scale to which they did it itself. But no, I mean it, it is a big piece. Um, uh, not really. It's only I'm looking at the box. It's, it's not that much bigger than a Stormcast, taller than a Storm. I don't know. The Stormcast statue looks cool. I'll give props to that. Yeah. I always like statues. That's just my biased opinion. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's Lumineth, isn't it? Lumineth Realm Lords. Yeah, that's not Stormcast. I think it's an elf. Are you sure? I... It's not gold enough. I just don't like the waterfall. I don't like I I mean even the endless okay, the endless spell looks you know what? No. Yeah, it's called the, the, it's the, the Shrine spell. Luminor. Oh Shrine Luminor, okay. Yeah. I also don't I don't like this spell either. No. Do they give a separate picture of the spell? Yes, they do. Okay, let me yeah, see. Right to, right to the top. At the top. So, oh yeah, there so it is. Is. I actually like what they've been doing with these waterfall mountain things. Yeah. It's like a calming mystical instead of a like the usual over the top blood blood skull gourd blood skull. Yeah. <laughs> sort of special effects they do. Like I actually like that sort of tranquility that they've been doing with that style of terrain. I wouldn't mind seeing more of that, if I'm gonna be perfectly honest. It's like a mystical fantasy thing without being like for lack of a better term, juvenile. Yeah, I don't know. I just I was gonna take the 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 like the big dragon skull thing for Titanicus. I think they even mentioned that in the um the reveal. But now that I realize how big it is, I'm probably not even gonna bother doing that anymore because it would just be silly. I I enjoy <laughs> that they did terrain in a Warhammer game with the least amount of skulls I've ever seen meaningful there, there are still the two but I, I get what you mean you know it, it's an actually i don't like a lot of it but i like that they went for a different aesthetic i like that they went for the more 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 almost tranquil looking aesthetic i do like what they did with the doors i do like that they they put some interest on those and all but it just feels really weak this doesn't feel yeah. like a table of terrain to me even in sigmar where we don't usually use a lot of terrain or most people do not this still isn't, I don't feel enough. And let's well, face it, this endless spell enough. is going to probably be amazing. It's not enough for Warcry. No. And Warcry is supposed to be the kill team equivalent. Yeah. I compare this to I compare this to the, the Meat Factory. I don't know what it's called, but the Meat Factory Warcry box they released. Yes. And I look at that, I'm just like, I might as well buy the fucking Meat Factory because I get model miniatures as well. Yeah. But here you got to, I guarantee that endless spell is going to be bonkers. I don't think they said at all what it does. I don't think they even hinted. Now, but it's going to be bonkers. Also, also, it's going to piss me off. And I love Sigmar as a game. I actually like Sigmar more than 40k, to be quite honest. One thing that does irk me about Sigmar, and they mm. they don't do this as much as 40k, but whenever they do this, it does irk me, is that like now that a new season of War is coming out, what that means is that now there's a new... Um, there are new rules. There's not. I shouldn't say uh, new rules. The other new rules. But so there's new. Um, were you listening to well, them? When you listen to them, it, it's still Gur. And here's the thing: they only oh, talked about stuff 
for narrative and open play, they did not say a single thing about oh. competitive. Okay. Now, and you know what? That doesn't, that doesn't mean there's nothing in there. Well, we don't know for sure. But because exactly. a lot of the concern was, is it are we now doing what um, Warhammer does? Is this our Nakmund? And I don't think it is. I think I'm this that's is, what I'm it is not, I'm not competitive. I'm hoping it's Me not. Too. I'm not putting it past GW, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be cautiously cautious. I was gonna say cautiously optimistic. No, I'm gonna be cautiously cautious about this one. What I will so say, like Sigmar is a game. So what they say in there, just I'll read the one line. It says, "Seasons of War Thedonia um, includes realm rules for setting your games in Thedonia." So there's realm rules. Some people use the GUR rules and some people don't. So that maybe you could use in competitive, but you can go go find a download of that. And mechanics for creating your own heroes. You're not creating your own heroes in this, in, in match play. That's an open play and narrative play. I don't think it's going to be something for competitive play. I really hope not. Because I'm, I'm not going to get it. You know, I do not put it past them. I don't, right. but... Hopefully not. I just I'm not a big fan of endless spell. It's yeah, it, just, it doesn't. I, none of the terrain reaches me, and I and I and I love terrain. You've seen my yes. basement, Dave and Steve. Yeah, I love terrain. I would. I don't want to buy this. I, I think I would like the endless spell more if it wasn't. Maybe it's part of the orange or something. And I'm I like orange. I'm painting my necrons with a bunch of orange, but it just it looks too almost plain to me. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not an interesting model. Maybe here's, here's the thing. I know uh, Ash from Miniature Wargaming, the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, you know what this reminds me? Of? You know how Nagash has that swirly shit all around him? Yeah, he does. He painted Nagash having all of those swirly shit as blood, like deep red, shiny blood, like gore. Mm. So that'd be kind of cool. Maybe paint all of this as like blood or gore. Uh, that'd look pretty cool. That maybe. would make it more interesting to me. You know, if you made it look like it was actually like a dragon, yeah, or or you know, bones and viscera essentially have come to life, rather than almost spirit. Because what yeah. what is that thing? What's the thing hanging down from him supposed to be? I have no idea. Thank you. I thought it was just me. That like, like weird a stone skull idol or something. Is that what that is? A weird stone skull. Okay, good. I thought that was only me. I, no. I don't know. I don't know what that's. I keep supposed trying to, be. to find it. Maybe it's a spirit. You know, no, you know what probably makes this better. Do do it like Viscera, and you might have to do a little bit of green stuff. I mean, it's a weird, crazy fantasy world. Who knows what their heart looks like? Fill in those gaps along the one side and paint it like a heart. Oh, that would look okay. See, yeah. now we're talking. Okay, now we're talking shit up my world. Yeah, there we go. Now your opponent gets to play with it half the time. <laughs> Very true. I don't use endless spells. I don't. I just don't own them because. Yeah, my faction I, I doesn't have I them, and I'm not going to go buy because them. you know the minute they gave my faction their cool thing with endless spells, they took it away like two months later. Yeah, 3.0. I'm not mad that Lizardmen still have no personal endless spells, and Stormcast got what two fucking releases of them. Not yep. mad at all. No, no salt, no salt, no salt. All right. Speaking uh, of salt, though. No, no. Well, Re reasonably <laughs> good Warhammer. Reasonably good Warhammer is next. This will be this will be pretty fast. Um, boat boy, he's on a boat. Oh, I love him. He is I, cool. I do like. I, I do, I like, do him. like him. He is he is Elden Ring incarnate right now. Yes, 
Um, the spine really threw me. I, I don't know why I didn't notice it before. The but metal the spine. Weird, fuck. No, not the metal one. The, the, the one that's like underneath his head. Oh, it's kind of covered oh, by oh, the model. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the part weird, of the boat. Yeah, it's part like of the. That's what I'm saying. Thing, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's so fucking weird. And yeah, I like it. Because that's like and his this. Rotation. Like when I think scary shit from Sigmar, this is what I want to see. Yeah. That this is, this is legitimately awesome. And I didn't notice this until I looked at these back views. One of those uh, spirits is either taking a coin or putting a coin in. I'm not sure if he's taking a penny or leaving a penny. But he's doing something with them coins back they there. They all are. I like him. They're yeah. all dropping off coins. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they? Like, uh, they're paying for passage. For the ferries? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's a ferryman, so they're giving him coins. Um, he looks really cool. I think they've said a little bit about his rules. I haven't read them yet because I want to. I want to kind of hear it when they have it all put together, rather than the little snippets that they tell us. But he actually looks really cool. Yeah. I will give it that. Apparently, so he gives a mobility buff to your army of some description. Oh, I'm sure he does. Interesting. That'd be really cool. Like, or the idea of like ferrying, like he ferries them across the board. Yeah, that. Yeah, no, I like it. Like I said, it's just a cool model. Yeah, Literally I'm, I'm not big cool on model. on, like, on end. They've been stuff. having fun. They've been having a lot of fun with the night haunt range, and I'm yeah. really glad to see them exploring like these fun ideas. I will so say, with I'm not yeah. in love with like I don't like the style of the cloaks, and I don't like the fact they have all the sculpted flame and stuff. Yeah, but the overall design languages they use, I've really enjoyed. I I will say that the terrain, notwithstanding the terrain we were just talking about five minutes ago. Sigmar models have some of the weirdest kind of var variety that I've seen, and I actually do love it a lot. Like, the, the factions do look completely different. Um, well, this was true with fantasy, too, but even in Sigmar, you literally cannot confuse, like, Night Haunt with an orc or with a Lumineth or with a, a even a dwarf, you know. It's just, they, they're so cool. Like, they're, they're so various with their models. Anyway. Yeah, you can do that when you do a fantasy setting because you can, you can go all out and no one could say anything like 40k yeah, it's got their races and all but it's supposed to be still you know the future there's only so crazy that you can get or a lot of that stuff was let's face it, a lot of that stuff was wiped out in the 30k era because they, they didn't know what the hell to do with some of that stuff oh yeah there was crazy monsters well most of those are gone tyranids they're a crazy monster now but all right i i'll click on the the thing about horse heresy and then um I can turn uh, the mic down on this side for when Dan starts to squeal um, <laughs> in our listeners' ears. Um, I, no, obviously, I'm not going to sit and play the cinematic trailer right now. Oh. If, if, well, I, I'm not going to play because I don't know. If, I don't know how GW yeah. is about that. I mean, honestly, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, playing it. I will say, and watch it and just go holy yeah. shit. If you I haven't seen it, pause now someone... and watch it. Don't let Dan ruin it for you. Do not no, let Dan ruin it. Ruin it. Watch, no, watch it. Right if you're going to watch it, no, no, if you're going to watch it, someone released a. Um, hold on, hold on. Let me open up my library. Is it under my favorites? It's under my favorites. Someone released a cinematic trailer at 8K 50 frames per second. Um, so Ultra HD. Oh, so um, I mean, eight times higher resolution. Then uh, Games Workshop put it out. Eh. Yeah, no, it is here, Steve. If you want, you can yes, actually please. remember how we talked about the Imperator Titan in the background. Um, it's in the background. That's actually not a joke. It's not just it, a random blur of no, unassociated it's actually pixels. Legitimately an Imperator Titan here. 
8K Ultra HD, 50 frames per second. How did Valorant get an 8K version? I'm mad now. I know how he got it. Do I care? No, because all right now, pause. Okay, well wait a second. If people are paused, you don't have to make little wait music. You know, you have to make sure they have enough time to get to their phone, pause, open up another tab. We back? Are we back? We good? All right, good. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> we were live streaming this on the Discord. So so we were live streaming on the Discord. I don't know if anyone knows the meme. And literally when, like, at the very end, the last five seconds when the Horace Heresy thing, some dude, fr- like, literally the meme goes, let's fucking go! <laughs> it's 10 o'clock at night. I took my headphones out thinking that I was safe. Fucking everyone woke up in the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we I, were I watched this on loop at least 12 times yeah I, i'm up to like 10 now at this point i put it so the valrec 8k bullshit 50 fps i put it on my starboard in school during lunch that's how i was able to see the imperator so if you're wondering yes they do indoctrinate your children at school just not oh, the absolutely why do drugs do warhammer it's more expensive. You'll have less money to do things. It's interesting what <laughs> stills they chose. Like they chose the still of it destroying a warlord, the uh, Horus's ship, or one of the ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The lance, the lance strike from a fucking battle barge. Just yeah. fucking what void? I love the void shield pop too. Yeah, it's just gone. I agree. They did not pick like the best stills from the set. No, which is no. They did not. Um, funny enough that oh people have been Picture sharing that. stills, mm-hmm. like, and they're much better than this. But probably I, higher I resolution. But yeah, no, like, oh my god. So, <laughs> pros yeah. and cons. Yes, pros and cons. Pros, holy shit! This actually has production value behind it, unlike yes, it so many other things we've seen. Yeah, things are actually moving. Although horse never moves his mouth to talk. Well, no, because it's like a it's a like internal monologue soliloquy kind of thing, and it's also easier to do. Well, also that. Um, I think that's. I do have a complaint, Horace. While you look at him, yes, he is chonky and he should feel heavy. At the same time, there is this thing called transhuman dread, right? It's something they do go into in the Heresy books a few times. Basically, you look at a space marine, and, you know, it's an eight-foot-tall dude in another foot of height of power armor. He's a walking tank. Hmm. Um, At one point, like, a space marine's like, oh my god, I need to get through this passageway. Citizen, step aside. And he literally turns people to paste as he's going. Like, space marines are fucking insanely massive and heavy and strong, right? But they almost break reality when they move because they move with a lightness and a grace that doesn't match their stature and the, mm-hmm. the, the, the psychological effect of that of I'm seeing this thing move but it should not be able to move like that they call it transhuman dread if I they, may, they did okay. not capture it in the trailer if I unless may, you watch it at like one and a half one and a quarter speed then they move at the speed I think they would actually go if, you, if I may, the Astartes, the guy who did this, I think is the Astartes dude. Um, and if you watch the Astartes YouTube chant, uh, video, you remember that scene when the Space Marine is just fucking charging at the Psychers, like going at maybe 40 miles an hour, and mm-hmm. he should not be moving like that, but he is? 
Yeah, That's what exactly. I was expecting to see. But it's Abaddon monologuing, so I'm not going to give him too much shit. Horse, for the horse, 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 horse. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was still in and 40k you, mode. You say so it's like horse. 30k. Get out of here. Unbelievable. They're all traitors. Um, <laughs> all of them are the same. No, um, there are scenes, though, where I'm, I'm going to slightly disagree with you because there's that, for example, that one scene when the drop pod drops and the uh, Sons of Horus leak, uh, they kind of come out. Right, and they're just acing their shots across the battlefield accurately, and then the one guy gets sniped in the head. Right? Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like, that to me it like freaked me out because I know I you know I, I know how big they are, but for mm-hmm. him to be moving that quickly and that accurately with something that's shooting a fucking fifty millimeter grenade launcher, essentially a rocket propelled grenade is what he's shooting, yeah. a rapid fire rocket propelled grenade. To me, it's just so fucking weird to notice that and see that, and it's just so cool, like. Um, so you want to experience this at like the speed of space Marine would experience it because they have all the weird organs and shit. Watch the trailer at like 0.75 speed or half speed. That's how the Marine experiences it. And then go back to normal speed. You'll be like, holy shit, that's so fast. Yeah. I will say one of my favorite scenes, to be quite honest, and this only because I love Titanic so much. Uh, oh, I, it's hard for me. Oh, yeah. The, well, first of all, the Titans in there. Fucking oh, wow. The yeah. way they were portrayed. And all warlords, interestingly. Uh, well, because remember, warlords are the most common. Warlords this is are, true. Warlords, Warlords, are Reavers, are or was it Reavers were the rarest. No, no, Reavers, Reavers were not. Reavers are the rare, rarest mainline titan. They have okay. oddball titans. It was like Warlords were more hounds than Reavers. Um, but yeah, so um, just the way the titans were fucking portrayed, you know, it's very hard to imagine a fucking 10 story monstrosity marching across the battlefield and you know when you're playing a game i'm shooting sure 10 missiles from my apocalypse missile launcher but you don't really visualize it and there's one scene where the apocalypse missile launcher is shooting two to three missiles and they're just arcing they're just massive fucking explosions but my favorite part of this my favorite fucking part is one of my favorite weapons ever to use in titanic is is the warlord gatling blaster right yeah or the gatling gun i can't remember what the name is blaster um this is Gatling is the arm version of the Gatling Blaster. It has to be the arm version. It's one of my favorite. And it's kind of hard to imagine how fast it is because for 20 years, right? I'm going – I'm saying 20 because back in the day they had an old comic book called Titanicus, mm-hmm. right? Um, that was great. That Warlord also had a Gatling Blaster, but it was very slow. It was like boom, 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 boom. Very slow cyclical fire with you. But to see that fucking Gatling blaster go that fast, that quickly, and it was like a goddamn warthog. I was, oh, my God. Fucking Christ. Fuck it, I'm watching it right now. I'm putting myself on. Yeah, I put, I'm putting it back on again. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I have it on you in the background, and my jaw just <laughs> out. I have to put it back in place. Fuck it. Done. Oh, my God. Because uh, I do want to find the scene. That's why. Hold on. Uh, What timing was it? It was... It's at about... I know the one you're talking about. It's around, like, a minute in. There it is. Yeah. Literally, a minute. It's from a minute to... See, a minute to... A minute to... So a minute to about a minute and two seconds. And just the fucking fire rate of this thing. You have to imagine this thing is a ten-story thing. So the arm is two stories, let's say. It's two stories. The barrels itself is definitely a story tall. And it's fucking firing the same fire rate as a warthog. What the Maybe shit? Maybe not quite a warthog, but... Uh, no, but it, like... It's pretty nuts. It's, it's, it's pretty nuts. Like, you read about the Titans, like, 
people shitting a fucking brick when they hear a Titan Warward, right? And you're like, oh, okay, that's scary, but how scary is it? And then I'm watching this video at full screen at 50 frames a second at 8K, and I'm here, I put in the sound maximum volume. They probably freaked, probably freaked out the entire fucking school. I don't give a shit. And you're thinking to myself, like, if you were that one space marine at like a minute in, who's like mar- mar- like racing, the Imperial Fist marching next to Warner, and that Gatling gun goes off, how the fuck do you not shit yourself? Like, what the fuck? Because you know no fear. Jesus. That's what yeah, but like, no, this is not actually fun fact. They don't do that in 30K. That's a 40K no, no fear. Um, I, I just, I, 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 I'm like looking, I'm doing it slow-mo right now. It's just, I can't even imagine. Uh, what Legio is that? It's green and white. Is that Lord? Uh, it's not green and white. It's, yeah, it's yellow and gray. White. Is that yellow? No, that's not yellow. Oh my god, is this the green? Is this the shirt argument all over again? Griffonicus. Um, is that Griffonicus? No. Yeah. All these titans are Griffonicus or Mortis. It's not red at a minute and two Loyal. seconds. That is not red. I'll fight you on this. Dave? I so <laughs> I can't go into a minute, two seconds. Here's the thing. There's oh, uh, remember, man. I'm streaming and that what's is showing gray right now. and if yellow. I, if I play anything that on my desktop, it will pick up that audio. Oh, I was going to say mute it. It's Griffonicus, oh, I'm going to fight you on this. It's Griffonicus. Oh, my God. I don't want to say it's Griffonicus. There could be some issues of, of muting it while having you guys come through still. Yeah, so. I'm so fucking mad because I no, know it's not. It, it is Griffonicus. I'm going to put the shit out. I, I, I know Griffonicus, okay? <laughs> I play Loyalist Titan Legios. You don't. <laughs> Right. If if I it's remember when I put up the YouTube, I will I will ask uh, I'll I'll have a people poll if anyone's interested and tell us what what, what they think if they agree yeah. with you, Steve. I mean, even at like a minute tw- this is now I'm going to like Legio Mortis. Even like a minute twenty eight. Tell me, still they posted. The reason they did it is because the yellow of Graphonicus. Oh my gosh, you know this is yellow Imperial Fist. Okay. Because Games Workshop is very simplistic when they try to tie two things together. Yeah. So what's funny is like, okay, warlords move six inches on the battlefield, right? Which again is slow when they go fast. When they go fast. When they go fast, right? But then you go to like a minute twenty eight seconds to twenty nine, and then there's a a minute thirty four to thirty five, thirty five, right? And you see how fast like warlords are striding. Those motherfuckers are fast. Like, well, sure, you're, you're also fast when you have giant legs. You'll get quick. Yeah, like it's it's funny because again, it, I could. Transhuman dread. You mentioned trans. I'm looking at this and I'm like, if I'm just a normal soldier, not, not even a spaceman, I'm just a normal soldier, and I see this fucking shit, like, <laughs> what the fuck do you do? <laughs> like, die. Jesus. That's all you can yeah. do. Um. It. So I pulled it up on my phone because you put it on on the Discord, so I was able to pull it up there quietly. Yeah. It looks. It looks like. It looks pretty much like Grafana to me. That does look like some grays. And all. It's, it's a little hard like to it. tell. But... Wait, hold Man, on. Are, is your color balance off? I have a 50, uh, 50 FPS 8K. Why am I looking at the Games Workshop one? I don't know. That was stupid. I'm more, um, Warhammer Community. I should be pulling up the one that's actually like 8K. Hold on, give me a second. Here's the other thing to think about. You know, what, what do they want to show? They obviously are going, you know, when you think about what was out first with Titanicus and things like that. You know, that's what they're going to show in this. To me, that's probably why they're showing the ones that they are. I, th- I think that's what it is. You know, 
That's where they wanted to start. That is true. Well, I should point out. So we've been talking about the trailer this whole fucking time. I will yeah. point out that they did release two models. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they showed us two models. And uh, I'm upset. I'm physically yeah. let upset. Me, let, me go, let me go to the spot where we can okay. hopefully see some of these models. Um, if you go to a minute 20 second. Boy. Beautiful boy. Not yeah. not the right choice, but beautiful. Okay. What 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 why is he not the right choice? What's wrong with him? I'm an Iron Warrior player, okay. Okay. My Legion test like we te- we stress test Mark Six first, us and the Salamanders. Yeah. And we both agreed this armor mark is shit and we shouldn't be using it, kill the project. Right? Oh, uh, okay. And like it would be really funny if we get the shit armor to the shit Legion. Hey Raven Guard, here, have this crappy armor. And then the Raven Guard actually did good with it. Um, but Mark Six was not put into full production until, like, the heresy was like the moment the heresy started a little bit into it. Like, it was not a general issue thing. Yeah. And uh, in the heresy, you know, we've lost lots of the battles. Is like, hey, like the 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 battle for Mars. There's an entire segment where the Imperial Fists are launching a desperate invasion of Mars just to collect armor and munitions and get it yep. off planet to Terra because they know they can't hold Mars, right? Yeah. What would be the purpose of losing literally thousands of Astartes in that operation if getting that armor wasn't a big deal? So if they're able to outfit all the legions entirely in Mark VI after the heresy begins, why would the Imperial Fists do that? I know, Imperial Fists are stupid and make bad decisions. But let's for a second pretend that, you know, they aren't Imperial Fists. And there's someone who's reasonable and rational. <laughs> no, but like, Mark VI is not the right choice of armor, in my opinion. They have Mark III's, Mark IVs already. They could have gone with Mark IIs, which would have been absolutely loved by the community because Mark IIs have not been available for several years now, despite being the workhorse armor of the Great Crusade itself. And continuing to see use throughout the actual heresy, or Mark V arm, which is literally called heresy arm. Um, the Mark VI is beautiful, and I'm absolutely buying it. I just don't think it was the right choice for the default. So, was six a more popular armor later in the heresy? Because when we look at Horus, they mentioned, um, I forget if it's the article I pulled up or the other article, where they're like, hey, notice um, in the original stuff, Horus didn't have any of these, all these tubes in his head. Well, now he does. Oh, that should give us some indication as when. My guess is that, you know, this particular set is later heresy. Oh, yeah. Was they're, six they're more popular than on Siege era heresy. Yeah. Um. So six does grow as the heresy continues because you know yeah. they have more time to build up stocks. And if you go back to the old um the the card game, right, and all the art from that, yeah, not all of it, but a large proportion of it is Mark Six. And if you go back to the origins of the Horse Heresy as a story with mm-hmm. um Epic, like the original Epic set, I think Dan, you could talk about this more. But that was Mark Six stuff, right? Like all the art was Beakies. Yeah. All the, yeah. So if you again, so I, sense, I break, yeah, it makes I sense. Movies, but but Mark six and with the, and uh, the Harrison, current yeah. fluff, it doesn't. Right. The current fluff, it's not the best pick. But I do love it. I think the model is very nicely done. 
the legs are a little long. It's a it's a bit of a leggy boy, but I do like the model. Yeah. He's got legs. He knows how to use them. Yeah. All right, and then they also showed us. Is it what a predator? He's yes. It was actually trash. What? Fuck you! I like him. Is actually. it his tiny? Is it his tiny, tiny hands? No, I like him. Shut up. It's not the tiny, tiny hands. It's it's the weirdly long shoulder pads. It's the weirdly big torso. It's the, the weird thing he has on his back. And if you look at the trailer at yeah. uh, a minute 27, you can see it's not even like, you know, oh, yeah, this guy has that. Apparently, it's a thing that I'm just looking at this image. One, two, three. I think I see five of these things scattered around in the image. So it's not like it's like, oh, yeah, this is a named guy and he has this weird back thing. It's just a thing they do now, apparently. And it just looks so bad. I like it. And you know what you're saying like a minute ago that like, oh, maybe this is like a late heresy thing, right? Yeah. That'd be my thought. Why does the son of Horus still have these aquilas on him? Yeah. At this point, they would have ditched it. Like, it doesn't... Probably because this is it can it can be painted as multiple things, so you can always scratch. Right. I want you to later. imagine. I want you to imagine this guy as he is just, I don't know, blue, as an ultramarine, or yeah. yellow, or green. Yeah, is that a salamander? Yes, a thousand percent. You are on crack, bro. It is <laughs> such an ornate baroque style. This like see, so I'm gonna disagree with you like a hundred percent here. I think the armor is totally heresy. It's so baroque, so ornate, so ridiculously like you compare this with the armor of 40k, especially Primaris Marines, which are not ornate. They're not baroque. They're more modern. They have rails on their guns. They have scopes and shit. Right? They're more tactical. This is like fucking. Empire of Rome at its height. Look at me, I'm beautiful. You know what I mean? Um, I like this a lot. It's it's it screams to me the ridiculousness because it's not 40k grimdark. You know that's it, this. If I wanted grimdark, I I'd purchase a Chaos Marine. This to me screams the Imperium that used to be powerful, that used to be this level of embellished. And beautiful. That got tore down by Horace's ambitions. It wasn't Horace's ambitions, Dan. It was the Emperor <laughs> failing. It was the Emperor failing and Horace picking up the slack. Uh, I, I'm somewhere between I, both of you on this. I I overall like the model and, and, and I have no problem with, you know, that he's he's well embellished. I think what his weapons neat and all. I find him just to feel a little bit odd in terms of proportions. Um, and maybe part of that is because some of his armor is made to look so large, like his super elongated shoulder pads. Then you look at where it comes to the arm, and I'm sorry, his hands look honestly a little bit small to me. But I, I think it's a little bit of the proportions. It's but like big van braces. The, the hands look small. The hands are the right size. The Vambris is just huge. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it, it, and that could be the problem that that it's proportionally a little bit challenging. Um, but over, I mean, overall, I like it. And part of that's also just you know the paint scheme and then and the way that they do that. But 
I don't like the rock. Well, uh, he needs a tactical oh, rock. It's always, there's always a tactical rock. It looks rock, like this. this might be a separate rock. It like, is. I'm looking it is. at the breakdown, it might be a single foot molded onto the rock, potentially. No, they usually what salvageable. they do is what they do is so see how the eagle is connected to the rock what they because they did this with um shadow throne and the uh the blade like, i'm looking at this from an engineering standpoint like the actual like physical mold production yeah the rock is separate and the rock is one thing but the leg is separate from the foot i look at I, like, the depth of the cuts and all that i have a feeling it is all rather separate i think the the bot the bottom of the foot may not be as flat as it looks. I think it might actually go into the rock a little bit or something like that. And, and to create a better point, I think the issue you might have if it's not already attached, it's already attached. You could jeweler saw it away if you don't like it. But either way, his leg. I bet that you cannot essentially unbend the leg. So that means if he's not going to stand on that rock, you're going to have to put him on something else or find some other way to. You know, tip him or something like that. Like, now he needs a tactical rock. How else do you know he's important? I know the cape doesn't say anything. No, the cape is nothing. Top they knot know. doesn't say anything. Because long shoulder pads don't say anything. When you are mm, five inches taller than everyone else, that's how I know. Space oh, Marines actually, are secretly orc society. Bigger things way, equal more I powerful. Know. Side note, John. Oh, Invader's in. Yeah. <laughs> He's going nuts. Why, why are they in charge? Because they're the tallest. Okay. I haven't watched that in a while. Um, and then they show they show just some various primarks and all. But I mean, they do. I think uh, this model will be nice after it's converted. I think it's too much going on in one place. I think that if you're able to change out the arms and make a more open pose, you might be able to appreciate, like, the torso better, for example. True. It, it is It is very busy. And yeah. it is going to be, um, depending on the level of detail and, and, and style that you paint, it's either going to be a joy because you love spending endless amounts of time on a model, or a nightmare, because you're going to have to do this in pieces. There's no way you're getting anywhere near the middle of that torso good with him holding that axe that way. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it's actually very close to the bottom. Although the most likely it. it's the it's the axes because this is what they do with the, that kind of two ended. It's usually the axe with the hands already attached, and you just have to kind of like position it correctly. Yeah. Is that the nicest way to put that? Yeah. But so so they gave us that. Um, they told us a few things. They they didn't say yet when the new edition is exactly, but they did we say what there's a they're doing a Warhammer what weekend in July. So they have a preview in yeah. May as an event. Okay, early May. There's like a day long event or whatever at Warhammer World where you could try out oh, there new it is. rules. July, yeah. I thought. And then no, 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 no. The seventh in July, has the preview. They have an event. Event yeah. in July. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the current agenda for the July event has the current rule book and black books and red books listed as what you field rules wise. Oh, okay. it does not include the PDF units. But allegedly, they like to change these event packets like two weeks before the actual event. 
to reflect stuff. Like, I guess they don't want to give away spoilers and have people, you know, build appropriate armies and spend their time painting correct and legal models or whatever. Anyway, um, apparently, like, those things are like can be changed. Mm-hmm. So we might see new rules by July. It might not be until, like, that weekend in July that we actually get the new stuff. We I, don't know yet. I could see it being then. I mean, if they're doing a you can play the rules because we're going to show you how on the 7th, then it does feel like to me end of July, that could be when they kick off sort of a a wide release. I could see that. It, it would work so, for their plan somewhere in the summer. Who are we sending over to learn all the rules? Um, <laughs> Send Dan? And uh, actually, <laughs> you know what's funny? I was reading through on their their day. They put it somewhere... Uh, oh, and they talk about Warhammer fan. Uh, uh, sorry, Middle Earth strategy game. So if you play that, you can go there and play that too, and have some fun with some elves and shit. Here's the shit. Continue. Um, where was it? <laughs> I remember reading it. Uh, this is from armies. I'm scrolling through to find it now. Um, oh yeah, they say you also meet some of the top content creators from around the community in person. So what I'm hearing is get good, and they would have asked us. Oh wait, we didn't get that. We weren't invited, but we have like five dedicated viewers. Uh, no, actually, the Heresy we're community. pretty good. We're getting for the Heresy community for Titanicus. That's our jam. True, Titanicus. Well, that just means you got to advertise more in yeah. in Heresy. Like, well, you have some small forces. We can. I would. We can start recording. You know, you guys showing me how the hell this works. I was reading through some of the some of the rules today when I was at work and didn't feel like doing any work. And I was like, oh, man, just the, the memories of, like, 6th slash 7th edition coming back. It was... Oh, no. Not those crazy. memories. Pretend that those memories aren't there. But that, 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 is, that, is, that is... That is horror. Honestly, formations. formations are what just killed me, honestly, yeah, at that point. Oh, no, I didn't look at the formation stuff. I just made and the general rules. Like, oh, you're yeah, an independent character. Oh, wait, you... Yeah. Are you going that squad? It said like, oh, when they joined the squad, I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those days. I remember that now. I like that because then you only buff one unit instead of having a little circle of three Redemptor Dreadnoughts around one guy. Yeah. Well, what what this says is if, if you guys want a GW uh, throwing a ticket your way for future stuff, got to do more heresy things. Got to get good with this. Yeah. Uh, all right, it, it is exciting. You have to play an army besides custodies. Yes, that's the, I, that's the I other honestly, thing. Oh so, no, I already said I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up the box when it comes. Out. I'm just tr- I'm literally so again hypothetically I've seen the leaks. Hypothetically I've seen the legions, and so hypothetically I don't know what the fuck to do. I I literally I had no I thought I was gonna do white scars. I literally you, did. You know what? Dan, and then though, we we can solve this for you. GW solved it for you. Have you not taken the what? Legio Legion Army quiz. Okay, I got white scars. Are you I, got white scars. I got Dark Angels yeah. actually. They're who I was thinking about. I was like, that's kind of fitting, I guess. It would, but so, I, I saw salamanders and I'm like, bruh. <laughs> fucking. Don't do that, Dan. Yeah, I'm We're not going to leak it. Yeah. We are, yeah, not, no, 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 not that. Oh, we are better than looking at rules and taking our army. Well, no, so I'm even looking at the rules. So I've always wanted. So I wanted any chance to take pyroclasts. Pyroclasts, though, kind of suck right now. Pyroclasts or fire drakes? No, pyroclasts. I love pyroclasts, but they suck kind of badly. If 
the leaked rules are to be believed, um, they're not like amazing tier S amazing, but they do funny as shit that is right up my alley. Um, uh, but then also I was like, maybe I want to do word bearers because that matches the corn demons that I got. Cause they're, they literally summon demons. Um, I don't fucking know. Like I literally, Oh my God. Honestly though, you have months and months and months before you have to worry about this. Like I honestly, oh, I feel you. it's like late July might be at the earliest you know it could even fall a little bit later than that so you have time to figure it out to to decide what you want to do slash when we see full official rules because i am still concerned that there's going to be changes in there that could be drastic uh, not that i think there will be but there could be so but i, I mean, think so anyone following what we talked about before so. I don't want to talk about the yeah, I don't want to like get demonetized or have or not demonetized, but I don't want them to like give a reason to shut us down or anything. But there are certain things that I don't think they can remove anymore because it's so integral with how the other legions interact with one another yeah. and what they bring. I could see them changing like very small things that could matter. But even if they don't or do, I like a lot of the So, like, one of the leaks, this is what I can talk about because this happened weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Mm-hmm. One of the leaks was um, breaching, right? They changed plasma guns to AP4. And a lot of people were pissed because how do you deal with Terminators? I spam plasma guns. And that's not a great way to play, right? I want to take auto cannons. I want to take Volkite. I want, but I want to take plasma guns because Terminators suck. So, they changed plasma guns to AP4. Right, But the leaks are that they have something called breaching, which literally means on a wound roll of whatever the X value is or higher, you now ignore armor saves, right? So let's say plasmas are breaching four, right? You're going to be wounding on a two because they're fucking plasmas, but every four up ignores the armor anyway. Um, So you could toss it at uh, terminators or you could toss it at infantry or you could toss it wherever you want, right? It gives you that ability where you don't have to spam the plasma. But one of the biggest changes, for example, are LAS cannons and auto cannons. LAS cannons, and I know Steve has felt this pain before, when you get that LAS cannon, it's strength 9, and you roll a 1 for the AP, or 1 for the damage, right? Fucking sucks. They have Sunder, so you can re-roll the armor pen, right? Because that's what a LAS cannon is. LAS cannon is anti-tank, so now you can re-roll the armor pen. Or auto cannons have Rend on a 5-up. So now autocannons can be used against infantry. They were fucking useless. Why take an autocannon? It's AP4. Who gives a shit? But now it can rend on an AP4, or on, on a 5-up, which can also hurt a tank if it rends. Because I think, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, rend is add 6 to the strength. You and get then a bonus D3. D3. You get extra D3. So add 6, right? Value. And it, it's, against a model with an armor save, you count as being AP2, but not against tanks. That's the current version, anyway. Yeah, it, I know, but what I was going to say is, just say current version. I think it becomes when you roll a six, you add that six to the strength, and then another D three, so it becomes strength uh, thirteen plus D three, right? Yeah, which isn't yeah. bad. I've killed land raiders with assault cannons before. It's fun. But this is an auto cannon. This is an auto cannon. They yeah, got ready. Which is a little bit stronger. Yeah, okay. so I like the fact that they're fixing. Wor- I like it. I'm worried about it. I know it's a different team, but. I still look at 40k and get anxious whenever I see stats change and extra rules added because 40k is a shit show with the arms race. 
And I'm just dreading that crossing over. I think the, I... I think what's going to help it here, or could help it, I mean, we still have to wait to see. Um, actually, before I get to that, what I find funny, Dan, is you're like, I don't want to talk about leaks because of issues. Oh, these leaks are old. They're still leaks. They're still unofficial yeah, things. I mean, for fuck's sake, they're already on like every major blog site. So me talking yeah. to like, I can't hypothetically talk about other things that, that I hypothetically everywhere else. Um, but I think I think what could help it um, avoid that to some extent is that it's all coming out at once. Forty uh, K's oh, big man. problem, and Sigmar has it as well. Forty K's oh, big problem Eldar is here is your once. book. And then later, someone else will get a book, and much later, someone else does. So they're ramping up. Well, if all the legions, if you have 18 legions out day one, you theoretically could have balanced those 18 legions versus one another all at once. The problem where we might see it is when they do new of, you know, Solar Auxilia or something like that. When someone else comes out later, maybe that's when the problem will occur. I'm assuming they're not going to have rules right in the so, beginning. No, it's actually, not fact. army versus army balance I'm worried about. It's just mm -hmm. like escalation of silliness. Like, hypothetically, let's say like they move a Marine to two wounds in this game too, right? Yeah. That. Some Marines. It's it's just too much. Yeah, but I like the fact that Terminators may have oh, two wounds. Oh, now that's two wounds. They need to do two damage, but there's no damage stat here, so you can't really counter two wounds. Other than either having double toughness to instant death hmm. or having more attacks. So, like, if they start escalating things, then it's, you know, it just escalates. Like, do if Lascans are better at penetrating, does that mean that vehicles are now cheaper, but then do they get too efficient for their points value? If someone doesn't bring Lascans, you know, right. or are Lascans be so wildly overcosted, it's not worth bringing them to begin with. Yeah. Or are vehicles now going to go up like five hull points for a basic predator where it used to be uh, three, like things like that? Uh, it's just it's a matter of escalation, and that concerns me because last cannons had the same stat line in third edition all the way through Heresy. Yeah. To see them change is like a mm, it's a concern. All I can say is don't unless worry. Everything else has been accounted for in that change. Um, yes. <laughs> I like Heresy yes. the way it is. So, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the shit out of the new Heresy. Absolutely playing the shit out of it. I just get... Well, no, you, you get worried because, you, again, GW does not have a great track record to do it. Look at 40k, right? We had Custodes come out, and they had a, uh, what, 63% win rate, 67% win rate. Um, then Tau came out, and it was... It, they both, when they got into each other, they both either won 50-50, honestly, at that point. But they, that was only between each other. Harleys came out, and they finally broke broke the 70% win rate, which is absolutely insane. Um, and now Tyranids are coming out, and, you know, that codex got leaked, what, two weeks ago? And people have already started formulating lists that are just absolutely fucking insane. It's it's an arms race. And I, it does not feel good. It does not feel good at all. Um, but I'm going to agree with Dave here. Mostly because I may have, you know, future knowledge that I they did. They spent a long time probably playtesting this. Um, and I take it from me, Steve. I like what I see. And you know that I play 40K. You know, I play Titanicus. You know, I play Epic. And you know, I have real serious problems with 40K. Yeah. Um, 
I actually enjoy what I see. And that's hard to impress me, especially on a game that's not alternate activation, like Titanicus or Epic. It is exceptionally hard to impress me. And I'm actually legitimately saying, wow, they fucking, they worked a lot on this. Which also now scares me because I don't want them to look at this and be like, huh, well, maybe we should do this for 40K. Well, actually, no, I don't want them to do that. But it's just funny. I just don't, like, it, it actually shocks me on how well this is kind of thought out. I'll say that's all I'll say on that. All right. Let's go to the, the, the last uh, bit of news where they trolled themselves, which. That's the most important piece. Yeah, the yeah. absolute most important piece. Which actually, <laughs> their article doesn't really say anything unless you watch the video. So they do a video and they show, like, yeah, obviously, uh, Chaos Space Marines are going to get a second wound. You mean Chaos Legionnaires? Yeah, oh, yeah, they call them Legionnaires now. But, um, because, I you know, know they're veterans at, of the law. At least from the Chaos players that I know, um, to some extent, they kind of don't want this because the extra wound comes with more points. And there's a proliferation in the game right now of two wound weapons, which means my extra wound doesn't help me if your gun does two damage. So, so I'm going to pay more and I may damage. not get more out of it. I was just going to mention that yeah. right now the biggest problem is literally two damage weapons and and yeah. not. so the race I think what is the race now now is it's ignoring invuls are we in the ignoring invul part of of the circle we are now it has to because everyone's got an invul yeah because that's Harlequins okay so the next step would be increasing wounds is that what the next step is I can't remember what the circle is um that's it's, it's a cycle so it? first it was wounds right. Yes. Then wounds wasn't enough, so we added in a damage reduction, right? But then that wasn't like that was too much, so then we upped damage, damage. right? But then mm-hmm. you know, like it wasn't doing enough AP, so we improved AP. Mm-hmm. Then that got too deadly; people weren't getting saves, so everyone got invulnerable saves. But then you see that was that was a bit much because you know invulnerable saves. Ooh, um, yeah. Let's just turn those off with my whatever nonsense. Which brings us to now. Oh, I, I missed the step. Um, there was the point where everyone had a feel no pain, and then I said we don't oh like God, feel yes, no pains no. anymore. So everyone gets damage reduction instead. That's what happened. Yeah. Now Tyranids do all of it. I know. Now Tyranids have super AP and yeah, vulnerable super AP, saves. Super damage. They have they uh, a relic to ignore invuls. <laughs> they yeah. <laughs> and they have feel no pain still. Get wrecked. Oh my and, god! Oh, and it gets better because they have both strength strength reduction. Um, right now they have what do they have? They have strength reduction, two wound reduction, um, invulnerable saves, and damage reduction, and feel no pains on the same model. You can stack all, all that nonsense on one model if you have your cards lined up right. There's okay. a relic for high Please, GW, don't touch horse. Yeah. Just, just leave horse Harris. Yeah. Like after you release the new edition, just forge leave it. Yeah. Keep forge forge, please. For the first time ever, just leave it the fuck alone. Um, but yeah, no, Chaos got another wound. And they also said what's really cool is uh there was always a, that big rumor that they redid a lot of the line. So I'm really happy they kind of previewed shadows of the new shit. Yeah. Or like little bits and pieces. So the rumor is very substantiated that they redid some most of the line, not most, but a lot of the lines. 
Um, oh my God, Steve. <laughs> Fuck. I'm in the middle of talking, you piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for context, sorry for people who are on the podcast. In the middle of speaking, fucking, we're talking about chaos, and Steve puts a goddamn comment with a picture zoomed in of the um one of the preview models during that video, and he's like, LOL "Oh my god, lines. yeah, LOL layer lines," because the demon has literal fucking layer lines on the. The thing. warp is the path to power. <laughs> you uh, can fully understand. <laughs> what the fuck was I? God damn it, Steve. The fuck was I talking? On <laughs> um, their previewing models, um, redoing oh the line, God. the layer lines. It wasn't as bad as when, they, in all honesty, it wasn't as bad. Those aren't that bad. Remember when they did the fucking resin knights? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, the resin knights. I have those. You, you're not yeah. gonna have plastics ready at this point, so this is oh, your look option. Oh, oh, actually, those are pretty bad layer lines. Oh. I mean, the At least these won't be physical layer lines of the models that you yeah. own. Because there will be plastic models. The yeah. Forge World stuff will come with authentic layer lines. Yeah, that's... The Chaos stuff, this stuff won't. This, the new Chaos stuff isn't going to be like that. That's bad. Alright. So so that was that was the, the GW preview. They showed us a lot mm-hmm. of things without necessarily saying very much. But since then, at least in this week since, they, they, they've talked quite a bit about um, expanding on these, which I think is nice. Um... I guess we'll, we'll probably go into shortly about some of the some of the the tournaments that happened. Um, I know Dan watched some of it. Steve, did you watch any of the feeds of any? Of the I did watch. Yeah, I did watch it. I, so I'm not really a tournament minded person, so I don't follow tournaments. I mm. hear things though about tournaments. Okay. And I'll be like, oh, is that really what's happening? And I look, I'm like, oh wow, so that is what happened. Like earlier, I was looking at some pictures of the terrain from Adepticon, and I was like, oh, yeah. Um. As I said there, Adepticon, it kind of, to some extent, I would say it almost stands alone in this. Um, it, it's known uh, to a certain extent more for the hobby aspects, for some of its own restrictions and rules. I know they have they have stricter rules than most other large tournaments about models and modeling. Um, it, there's the general rule that like your stuff's supposed to be like 50% GW or something like that. Most tournaments don't hold to that, though. If your model looks cool, your model looks cool, who cares? Adepticon is a lot stronger about that, about your models actually, you know, having the right percentages and, and, and yeah. things like that. I'll, I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going to toss shade, a fuck ton of shade here. Okay. You know, for them saying that I have to play a 50% GW model, mm-hmm. their tables look like shit. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. And I, I, I know I shouldn't, like, say they that. They are muscle. visually nice. I think no, that they're the terrain, not. I think Wait. that's nice terrain. It's nice looking terrain, just not enough. Okay, it's nice looking terrain, yeah. but like it's not if you're good playing a forty k tournament level, level. It's not no. good competitive terrain, like, but it I, is visually pleasing terrain. I I didn't. I don't think I posted. And it's a lot of handcrafted stuff. Fuck yeah, I didn't post the thirty k tables for you guys. Um, but I had them on. They're on Facebook everywhere. You guys can. Uh, okay. But um, okay. So yeah, what I mean by look like shit is like if I'm playing a forty k tournament, right? GW already released two maps of how a GW tournament should be run down to the measurements, right? They, they said that if you're running a GW tournament, this is what the table should look like, A or B, right? And this Remember, provides these a are, nice, fair, equal uh, opportunity. No, no, here's the thing to keep in mind. This is a player placed right. terrain the same way LVO was. The players oh, decided oh, the terrain. I, LVO I did the same. I, I understand that a, a thousand percent. Okay. But why, for example, I don't know, the top 
left picture, top left picture, two buildings. Where are the rest of the ruins? The line of sight blocking. Okay. So the rocks count as ruins. I think the okay. rocks count. I okay. think okay. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give that. So if I was to take this table and make it like statted up, right? The rocks are also ruins. Are you talking about the rocks um, in the corners as well? The, like not the ones in the middle, the ones in the corner. No, no, no. The ones in the middle are ruins. The craters are forests. And the corners are industrial structures. That's how I would break it down. If I was playing on this terrain. Because I think that's the fair distribution of rules for the terrain. Um it's I, not one to one for what the terrain actually is. But that's like a way to break it down so that it looks like a normal ish table. I just, I, it looks empty. I'm sorry. And like I said, I wish I, I, I should have posted some of the 30K shit for you guys um, that someone sent me. I really, actually, hold on. While I'm talking, I'll just do it right now. I, I literally talk and do this. Enjoy. Um, but like you compare it to some of the 30, now I'm not saying 30K is a tournament level. You know, people are fighting for money again. But like you compare to that, and it's like, what the fuck? You know, like, come on. At least, I don't know. It just seems, and I, I'm again, I'm not trying to insult the guys. I'm not trying to like throw shade on whoever did the tables. I'm sure you did a very good job at painting, and I'm sure you had a lot of work to do. But like, you look at that, and it's just like, I don't know, man. If I wanted to play War Machine, I'd play War Machine kind of shit. Nah, War Machine wouldn't look like this. No, it's still <laughs> a lot better than War Machine. Um, no, I know. I'm, I'm being facetious. I'm yeah. being I, hyperbole for choice, but yeah. Like, I think that the train is nicely. Hey, listen, it's better than the London GT that one year. Oh, absolutely. I remember that, right? Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. It was like literally like here. Here's a cardboard box. Have fun with your game, and no, I'm not giving you your hundred bucks back. Yeah. Um, this is actually a nice looking train. At the very least, like it's it looks nice. I don't think it's gameplay the best, but it looks nice. And as someone who plays the game for the look of a, you know, what a game looks like, I like this. Um, I think that I've put it all together in the middle of like a cool backdrop. I don't think that it is a good tournament terrain set. It's not. But what it boils down to is it's, it's honestly not. Um, like I said, I, at least at least my perception of Adepticon, I could be very wrong on this, or, or maybe this has changed over the years, is that it's a little bit more hobby-focused, has a little bit of a different sort of spin to it. But I, I think the next step they have to do is probably the train. And let's face it, that is the, you know, the ugly and most work-intensive part, you know, and storage and all of that. There's a lot to it. It is not easy. And they do a commendable job, absolutely. But, you know, if, if they're looking for, you know, what are the, you know, the improvements going forward, I think it's the terrain. I think you do that and then you are, you know, on par with any of the other large tournaments, LVO, all of those. Um, I, there's certain things I think they do here that I like, you know, more than they do a lot of the other ones. Like the 40K, for 40K, um, the Champs was Thursday and Friday. And they get it done by then because Saturday and Sunday is the team tournament. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, and the team tournament's done by um, the guys who do the long war. They they, they, uh, they do a doubles and then there's another team tournament as well and all. Um, I don't know if it's the same one or not. I'd have to check. But I know they always did their own doubles. I Actually, I think it is this one. Yeah, I think it's all the same. And it's essentially, you know, hey, it's a doubles. Um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll go through that in a little bit. We'll pull that up. Um, actually, no, no. Let's just do it now because we can. 
Um, I pulled up actually the rules for it. I sent you a picture of one of the uh, 30k tables. Okay. I'll, I'll take a case. look at it. Yeah. But um, what I like about it, one, and and I have these rules up for anyone looking as well on on the YouTube, and and you can find these rules. You can you can look through it on uh, Adepticon and pull this up. I'll put in the show notes as well for it. Um, it's a little bit more of an older style. One, because um, I was watching this, I was watching it on War Games Live. And they did show it on Saturday and Sundays, also on um, GW's stream on Twitch. Um, what's what's nice about it, like I said, it's a bit of an older style. You don't get the list because they do that pen and pencil, you know, pen and paper based, because it's meant to be a bit lighter. You know, it's meant to be, you know, a little bit closer to what you remember. I'll scroll to where they give, you know, they give you what the tapment attachments look like. So the general format for anyone who's not familiar you have a team of four um you are going to be randomly paired with the players on your team through the first set of games the first day was three games so you're gonna be randomly paired so you're gonna play with each other player on your team um the second day then it was captain's choosing um pairings and all kind of going back and forth but what i love about this event is the scoring so scoring for the event 52% 52% is battle points. So 52% is how you actually did in the game. Um, and they do um, other secondaries. It's not standard 40K. They have their own missions. Their secondaries can be things like the very first mission was secondaries were like Slay the Warlord, First Blood, things like that. Um, appearance is 18%. So how your army looks. Theme and display base so 18%, how you actually put it all together, and sportsmanship is 13%. So um, this is, yeah, you get more points from your battle points than anything else, but it's only 52%. So this is a, a thing where it's not just to win. You know, you better, your stuff better look good. It better have a good theme. If you are bringing the absolute tough as nails sort of list you're probably going to win the game but you're going to get dinged horribly probably on your theme and honestly your sportsmanship potentially as well because it's just not that type of of event um if you watch any of the streams most of the time the players were drunk not not all of them obviously some of them don't drink and you don't get a good perception of that unless you watch war games live um the difference between war games live and the gw streams gw stream is good if you want to hear two people who understand the game well talk you through portions of the game you know they had um the the the, the two commentators it's it, it's it was nick Nadavadi and um uh camera who was the other guy can't remember his name right now oh i feel terrible for forgetting it i'll find it and i'll mention it later but you know they're they're two great players so they're talking back and forth about the game and how it works and everything but on War Games Live, you can actually listen to the players because they mic them up. And I prefer that. I prefer to hear players' thoughts and why they're doing what they're doing and what they're actually doing rather than someone trying to figure out exactly what they're doing. Um, but on that, you know, it, it, it's a much more fun event. And there's a lot of a lot of people don't go for the overall win. What they go for is the other prizes. So they have prizes for things like most, uh, potentially things like most first bloods and, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of other interesting awards that people go for. So 
that that's that's what I like about it. And to me, that's sort of a hallmark of Adepticon, is that you get these more interesting formats. Um, having said that, though, what about the uh, the GW uh, uh, or the Warhammer um, uh, Championship? You you wrote down all the the numbers there, Dan. That's what you were watching. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Time, so right? uh, I went top ten. Um, I mean, kind of not shocking anyone. It was a it was Harley versus Harley. Not shocking. Um, Tau came in third. Harley came in fourth again. Craftworld Eldar came in fifth. Eldari came in <laughs> Eldar, 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 Eldar. A uh, Necron surprised everyone though. This one was kind of cool. I know Dave was looking at this list. I think a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, oh wait, sorry. I should put out eight craft worlds again. Frank eight, Tau nine, ten. Ultra Ultramarines came in tenth, which was again people are like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, the Necron one shocked everyone. Dave, you want to talk about this one? Um, I I was watching the game, so I did sit there and watch it again. I watched it. Um, War Games Live was doing the game, so you could actually listen to the players. I don't know if I have the list in front of me right now. Um, there was essentially two lists that got into. Um, essentially like top 16 and all one list was a more destroyer cult list, which was the list this guy was running. The other list was a flayed ones spam. Although there was, um, some issues with the flayed ones, the, the way the guy was running it. So veil, one of the things Necrons have is veil of darkness. We can essentially, um, it has to be on, uh, one of the, one of your, um, leaders and all. It can go on either Cryptek or a Legolord or an Overlord because it's a relic. But um, essentially what it says is, hey, take you and a unit that's within, I want to say like three inches. The, the range of that doesn't matter because you're going to have them right next to it. Pick them up, put them out somewhere on the board, nine inches away from an enemy. But they ha the units that get set up, whatever unit you took with, has to get set up entirely within six inches of you. Which means they essentially have to form a bubble because if you're taking a block of 20 flayed ones you're essentially just encircling say the cryptic that you did did this with um apparently because I, I didn't see the guys uh games i caught a lit like the tail end of one of them but by that point most of the stuff was dead on both sides but apparently he was stringing the models out so he's using them to grab like an objective or two so there was some issues with the way he'd done his veiling but this this guy's particular list you can find it around like i said unfortunately i don't think i have it in front of me um, I did have it on a page, but I had to restart my computer. Um, but his, his list was very interesting because he took, he didn't take things that I thought you would. Like he actually had a, had a, a set of, uh, Ophidian destroyers, which community wise, when you listen to people talk are not really that great. You don't really see them taken. Um, but he went more of the destroyer cult sort of units. Um, I want to say it was. One, it might have been two units of Scorptech. Actually, it might have been more than that. Um, if you want to talk about the other ones, I'll see if I can pull up the list. I know I had it. The uh, other ones of what? The other... Uh, yeah, if happening? you just or... want to talk about some of the other things. Well, yeah, I'll just... No, I'll go over it quickly. So that was Adepticon. It was Eldar all the way. Um, yes. Shocking no one. Uh, I, I was joking about the Custodes. Uh, Custodes did drop to a 53% win rate, which I was laughing at because people were complaining. I'm like, she shut the fuck up. 
Just die. Die in a fire. But but they're yeah, only at that rate because of... of their games are against Harlequins. Yeah, it's Harlequins or, or why they're at that rate. Forty percent is all Harlequins. Cow so, is like fifty percent win rate for us. Mirror match is fifty percent. Nids actually beat us around sixty percent of the time. Nids are a hard one for us. Um, and Eldar, we have no fucking time. So uh, Manchester GT, one hundred seventy three players. It was going down the list, top ten again. Nids, Eld- Eldari, Harlequins, Craft World, Harlequins, Eldar. Wait, hold on. What? Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah, no. Nids, Eldari, Harlequins, Eldar, Harlequins, Eldar, Custodes, Harlequins, Eldar, Tau. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't realize. So Eldar took... Fucking Eldar took 70% of the top turn. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't now, notice that. I, I will admit, at least to some extent, let's face it, that some of that is because they are brand new. And but I'm not saying they're not strong, but yeah. some of it is newness. I think okay. the Harlequin wins are because also they are so strong. Yeah. I think Eldar Eldar in the right hands is strong, and Eldar in the wrong hands is going to be just garbage. Actually, I was going to remark on that. Give me because I was going to talk about that with Custodes, yeah. and I I was talking about this with one of my friends, but I'll take it to them. So uh, forty players: Tau, Craft World, Custodes take, take third. Harlequins, Drukari, Craft World's Harlequin. So again, the entire top seven was Eldar, except for Tau and Custodes in two spots. Uh, England again. Custodes took top, and then it was Tau, Eldar, Eldar, Dark Angels. So basically, uh, this one was weird. This uh, in England, uh, Custodes first. Gene Stiller Colt second, Tau third and fourth, and Custodes fifth. That was kind of cool. Um, so I'm going to point something out, and I, I, I'm going to say this as nicely as possible. No, mostly because, no, no I, there's a way I'm going to phrase this that's not going to be meaner than it should be. The, the, the dip of Custodes wins rates only kind of proves to me one thing and one thing only that. People like to jump the bandwagon as quickly as possible, win with an army that not a lot of people know how to fight against, and then when the dust settles and people are finally playing custodies, maybe because it took them two weeks to paint it, and then we're to a tournament, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing, that's when the win rate drops. It takes like two to three weeks for those people who kind of hype by the army, play it for the first time in a tournament, suck massively because they don't know what they're doing and then they sell the army. Um, and I think that's what's happening here. Yeah. Custodes is an exceptionally hard army to play. I'm, I'm not going it's, to... It's, it's an elite army. Elite armies suffer from if you lose a model, it sucks. There's no like nice way to put it. If you don't know how to play Custodes and you don't know what you're... like, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I've been playing Custodes since they first came out in 2017. Right? I've been with them through the thick and thin, so I kind of know how to place them. I know how fast they move. I know where they need to go, so on and so forth. So if I want to play a meta match, I know how to what is kind of meta already before the meta starts. That being said, I looked for, and again, I don't want to try not to toss shit on people, but I was watching the Custodes tournament play the the, the game uh, at Adepticon. And I think I was texting you, Dave, about it. No, um, no, it wasn't me. We, we talked later after about it, but okay. not at the time. But I, I was looking at some of the choices that the Custodes player was making, and I was just kind of in a state of what the fuck. Like, one of the major things he did was he kind of stranded his bikes out in the middle field for no reason, for literally no reason other than to strand them out in the middle. Maybe he thought that they would survive the charge, which, by the way, they don't. 
Yeah, the, and this is the problem that I find a lot sometimes with like people kind of calling for nerfs sometimes immediately. Wait two to three weeks. Wait till you start seeing after the ex. I don't want to call myself an expert, but after the people who, like actually had them and played them for a while, spike the wins. Wait two to three weeks, maybe even four weeks, a month, because then you'll see then people who hype by them play will not know what to do. And there's already been strategies to fight against custodians like Harlequins. We very hard to fight against Harlequins. It's almost impossible to win. Um, um, and that's not me being pessimistic. Well, that's from a custodian's being... standpoint, yes, custodians exactly have yes a very from a custodian standpoint. Right? And when I see Harlequins across the table. Yeah. That is an uphill battle immediately. And that's so, me rolling well. So I, um, I almost entirely disagree with that statement. Here, and, and it boils down to yeah. one very simple thing: if you want to judge the strength of the book, yes, okay, you put it in the hands of someone who doesn't know it. Can they just win outright with it? I would contend that if you're still winning fifty some extra percent of your games overall, that does show that they can. But here's the thing: if in the beginning the people who understand it best are winning at a huge rate, that's what really speaks to the strength of a book. Because these are people who are able to look at it and make sense of it. The, the book itself has been out for a while. I think the only reason, I don't think it's um, people who picked it up and don't know what they're doing now playing it and you know failing you is the reason why the rate's really dropping. Don't get me wrong, you're going to see people like that. I think it's because you know you look at you know, Harlequins, you look at some of the other stuff that's coming out, you look at Tau, you look at other legitimate matchups that they have and that they struggle with. And since those are now the new thing as well, those things are beating them. You know, if you're getting beaten by the top, two, you know, say two other things, but you're beating the other 20, you are still a problem. There is still a strength issue. It just is less perceived now because there's someone else on the block who's a little bit bigger than you, or at least who's able to get a, a good hit in every now and then. When it comes to Tau, I think the two are probably reasonably equal when it's all said and done, but they're unequal with so many others. Not everyone, but they're unequal with so many others that if they're pulling each other's numbers down, that it could make it falsely look like they're not doing as well. Same thing with Harlequins. Um, you put it in the thing. If you don't count mirror matches, Harlequins were what thirty and one. Yeah. So, you know, I guarantee you they had matchups against Custodes. That means essentially they, they beat did. every Custodes player they played against. That's going to yes, drop their win rate when you look at that tournament. I, oh, I think God. it's more of a case of what is happening around them than them. I think they are still problematic because. Um, so for anyone who uh, maybe played A Song of Ice and Fire at one point, um, dragons, uh, you know, talking previous versions of dragons where we had ranged attacks and everything like that, dragons were the the big bads of, of, of the meta. And they were the big bads of the meta not because they always won. There was, if you played Starks or Free Folk and I brought dragons, and, and let's assume players of equal skill and not insane dice one way or the other. Average dice were both the equal skill. I'm probably not winning those games. It's going to be very, very tough. Could be mission dependent, but I'm probably not winning those. Or if I do, it's going to require a little bit of luck or a little bit of misplay on your part or, or something like that. But against every other faction, you're not beating me. You're, you're, you, you've lost. You know, We'll play the game, and it's just how long until you're dead. 
it you know so they were absolutely a problem but just because something else could beat them didn't mean they weren't a problem they had an amazing win rate unless you went against two particular factions i think custodes fit into that and i think you can say mm. the same thing about tau and harlequins for sure i don't know what harlequins bad matchup is yet um i think they do have some bad matchups oh, oh, tyranids are bad i think necrons aren't oh, yeah. great for them either things that being more elite and smaller is bad matchups for them and being exceptionally tough is bad matchups for them so they're beating out two of the other big boys on the block the other two big boys are still problematic because they can still beat up on everyone else you know of course other than weird random list here or there or, or army you know so i i think it's 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 a problem escalation and you know, it's probably going to stay that way for a while. Play the, yeah. you know, if you want to go to a tournament, realize that. Play whatever, play whatever faction you want. Play what you enjoy, but realize if you're not playing top tier stuff, you're not going to win the tournament. But don't go to it to win. Go to it to have fun. You should never go to Adepticon thinking you're going to win Adepticon unless you are a top ranked player. Go because it seems like a fun tournament. Go because you want to be able to be in a space with everyone who knows this game to literally live and breathe the games of interest and whatever that game may be. I mean, we can follow this concept to every other game, you know, you can follow it to Legion, you know, actually surprisingly it wasn't uh, separatist V separatists in, in the finals there, but you know, the player who did, he's one of the top separatist players, the guy who took it, you know, he's well known for that. So, yeah. you know, go to have fun. But, Har Harlequins are, seem to be a problem, at least for the top tier stuff they do. Well, it's because Harlequins right now have the speed and the yeah. uh, and they have the durability of Custodes to a point um, because of their invul saves, their ability to um, not be hit uh, be hit on a negative one, yeah. and they have high damage weapons. So they're, yes. they're, they're quicker, a little bit, almost as durable um, is the problem. So they're better Custodes, essentially, is the problem. Um, it's the nicest way to put that. The reason I we kind of laughed at them and he said who's their matchup is Tyranids because Tyranids literally counter them by saying, just look at the, um, what are they called? Gargoyles? Yeah. For the same cost of nine Harlequins in a vehicle, I could put out 20 Gargoyles that will literally obliterate that squad for almost the same price and still be on the table scoring. Yeah. Uh, because Tyranids can, are able to just do that. Vehicles um, are which, the Harlequin problem. Yes, the in my nine, mind. nine. I forgot to call Star Weavers, Vipers. I don't know. Uh, There's it's just, Void I Weavers like, and Star Weavers. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't like. I'm getting. This is why. Listen, I love. Listen, I'll play 40k. I'll play 40k with you. I'll play 40k with John. You I'll play, play for fun. Don't go to a big tournament. That's all. This exactly. There you go. I, the last one I went to, I had fun because I played. My last game was John. The first two opponents I enjoyed playing with because I enjoyed talking with them, but I don't enjoy blowing them out of the water. And I don't mean, and I'm not trying to, again, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm an amazing player. That's not fun for me. I don't like winning 99 to, what was it, 99 to like 12. That's not fun. I'm sorry. And that's, uh, yeah, I'm winning. Who gives a fuck? Right when I played against John and I lost by two points, that was one of the coolest fucking. Ma I'm still talking about that match when I could have done better, right? Well, but that's I'm also you guys were both playing top tier stuff, so it made it equal. True, true, very you true. Know. But it's like that's what I say. I don't want to. I don't know. It's just I don't like the rock paper scissors. I don't like 
the the codex creep. I don't just I. But it, here's I, I mean, but there's action, nothing. Rock paper scissors feels yeah. bad because you're just at the mercy of pairings. Yeah. Like oh, good job. You made it past round one. Here's the the great filter of round two or round three. Yeah. It's also made, I feel bad for the opponent. You know what I mean? Like if I like yeah. for example, oh. I matched up against the orc player. Orc player had an amazingly cool army. Literally a fucking cool army. It was a. I don't remember what they're called. The Squiggy Boys is what I call them. It was a Squiggy Boy army. Beast Snaggas. Yeah, Beast Snaggas. They were really cool. They could charge. If they charge, they hurt. Right? All this shit. And meanwhile, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to shut off your rerolls because that's something I can do. Like, I can, I, it's a tournament. I could, I could try to play down, but then I just, me just not using the strategy was me playing down. I just, it, 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 there's two ways to play down. I'm not saying that you should have. If your goal yeah. is to go to a tournament and and try to have a more fun experience, you just bring a different list. You know, there's other options. Yeah, here's the problem, though. And I, we talked yeah. about this before. And I, you mentioned this literally five seconds ago. Yeah. There are no pair down options with custodies. There's, a, there's not many. There's a little bit. Less bikes, no Trajan. No captain okay. on a bike. Okay, so, uh, captain on foot? He he can advance and charge. No other model can do that. That's not as scary to me as some of the other things they do. Uh... I'm not saying it's not problematic. I, yeah. I, I there's options, but there's only so much paring yeah. down you can do because some books are just exactly. super low. But you know when when you it, it is GW's problem that the game is not more balanced. But it is also on the players to decide what they want to do about that Very and what to do with it. True. Um, Very there's true. a reason why, like I said, at Depticon, like the team tournament, now they run it very different. Like it, it, the whole thought of like comp scores have been entirely removed from the game. There's been no discussion yeah. of that in years now. You know, I know in, in, in a Song of Ice and Fire, we run ELO tournaments. You know, the person who wins usually didn't win all their games. Because ah, nice. you get That's more good. points for playing worse things, yeah. playing worse commanders. That's good. Yeah. I will uh, say, no, here, look, we were talking about 30K, right? We have a podcast on 30K. Yeah. 30K, and Steve can agree with me here, you could build some fucking nasty, bullshit, cheesy fucking lists that, like, will dominate just anyone you play against, without a doubt. No one fucking does it because we all play for fun. It's we'll but, be invited back next time. Yeah. But that's because of the. You play what Iron Warriors, Steve? Right? You play Iron Warriors? Yeah, but correct we don't... me if I'm wrong. Can you take Medusas with Phosphex bombs? Yeah, so can Imperial Fists many... and Night Lords and everyone else. How many? Yeah, but I but mean, yeah. Play... Iron yeah. Warriors are known for, it, but we don't do anything special. I'm trying to think of like what an Iron Warrior cheese list would be. It would be a cheese list anybody could run. What yeah. you do is you run, you know, Vindicators and Medusas and. I guess you could go. I don't know. Probably the Legion. I don't yeah, know. Run some, probably run some I, I, I work very hard not to cheese my armies. I, I exactly. if I take the unit that's good, I'll then immediately follow it with another unit that is objectively what bad. You said it's, what like, you said. I is... love. Okay, so, so I there's two units I really like to run that are very fluffy for Iron Warriors, but they're kind of mean. Especially to Dan. But Dan kind of deserves it. He plays Custodes. <laughs> so one of these units is the Vindicator. Because strength 10, AP2, large blasts, they do bad things to Custodes. Um, they kind of instant death them, which is amazing. But 
And, you know, it pretty much wipes out anything that isn't a monstrous creature in a single salvo. Because I have three of these tanks in one squadron, letting them re-roll failed penetration rolls and failed wound rolls because they gain tank hunters and uh, monster hunter because they're a squadron with the squadron commander. It's like 500 points, but it's hilarious to do. But, you know, like, that's that's oppressive. So what I'll do is not only am I, you know sub-optimally using this unit when I'm actually at the table. But I'll also bring a 20-man blob of just basic tactical marines. But in the despoiler configuration, just a bolt pistol and chainsword. There's nothing special about that unit. My Legion contributes nothing to their gameplay style besides, you know, knowing they'll make it and not break to morale on the move-in, because yeah. I ignore shooting casualties for morale purposes, but that's the only thing that kind of benefits them. It just means I make it across the table, if not shot off the table. But I love that unit, because I think that a Space Marine with a Chainsword is one of the most iconic kind of images of the universe. So, you know, I have those two things in a list. One's amazing, one is terrible, and it kind of balances out. Um, I'm afraid to get a Leviathan because Leviathans can be very oppressive. I, and I, 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 take I wouldn't stop myself. Steve could tell you all about that fucking awful unit. I still oh, take two. Listen, he killed two, two Space Marines that one game, okay? He killed two oh, whole Space right, Marines. He killed five Marines, too, so he made like a tenth of his points back. No, it's. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is like. But, but that's on the community. Know. And yeah, part exactly. of that, part of that, and let, let's face it, I think some of that's going to go away when uh, if heresy gets more popular, is because of the size of the community. We, you we you can't that. go oh, yeah. into any store and find a game of heresy. You can't. You can go into certain spots, and and we're kind of I think spoiled for choice just because of the region we live in. But if you don't live in a region with stores that are playing it, or there's one store that plays it, and you know people are treating it like an historical game, which to my feel is what they do. Um, then yeah, you're gonna play by community rules. And if community rules are essentially you don't play super cutthroat, then you don't. I guarantee you there's heresy communities out there that are super cutthroat. We just don't have those around us. So we don't play them. Oh, but I if it gets actually... more popular, that's gonna happen yep. more and more. You're gonna see people playing stronger and not wanting to nerf themselves because, well, you know, they don't have to. Well, you're not gonna be the only people to around to play against. You know? It'll start yeah. reaching the more general 40k audience. Oh God! Did we just make a. We, fucking we've had conversations about that in our regional. Yes, we did. Chat. Yeah, we've yes, had we several lengthy conversations. Oh yeah. And just the yeah. other day, like talking like to a guy, a guy's like, "Yeah, so like, when's the next tournament? Like, what tournament? There are no tournaments. What there are you be. talking about? We don't. We don't have tournaments. We have our narrative events. We have our game days. We don't have tournaments. And I have no intention of ever running a tournament for this game. And neither has." anyone else that i've talked to that has organized events in the past but that you're going to see new people step up to do it because if you start if you increase the people who play you will get tournament players who want to be there they'll want to play their game in a tournament so you'll start seeing tournaments you you might see it where you have a friendly track and then you have the tournament track and that's what they do a lot of these bigger cons there's the friendly track like 40k friendly and then the 40k you know uh champions you're going to see that i think for 30k you absolutely see it. It just—it's okay. not big enough now to It's not big enough now to have those people in it. But I think it we just made goes well with GW. They will. I think we just made an argument for gatekeeping. Not not okay with this. There, one. there, there is such a thing as positive <laughs> gatekeeping. It's hard to keep it that way, but it is there. There is the possibility of it. 
Like, it is a thing that can exist. Okay. Like, for example, you don't want certain World War II aficionados at your events. Oh, very true. <laughs> that was Spain. Yes. Wasn't that Spain? Yep, with the, that was Spain. That particular one okay. was, yeah. Saying you can't be here dressed like that with an army like that is gatekeeping. Yes. But it's positive. Well, actually, okay, so speaking, actually, I completely forgot that I even wrote this as a note, and I want to just kind of point this out. What? So looking at the 40K tournament, um, what I don't want to attract and positive gatekeeping, someone, and I gave Dave is this it? picture in case you want to show this on YouTube. There's a specific I Eldar unit. Yep, there's a specific Eldar unit called the Wraithgate. The Wraithgate allows you to deep strike a unit as long as you are uh, within both terrain pieces uh, uh, range, Six inches right? of both pillars, Six right? inches of both pillars. Yeah. And it makes um, a nice little archway, right? It's really yeah, cool. Really it looks cool great. Archway. It looks sense. great. If you play Fog of War, you'd be like, I know that. What makes it powerful is you can actually deep strike into combat. You can literally just place someone in the base contact. Mm. Uh, Basically, during, it's like a table edge. And oh. that's during the movement phase. So it's literally not even a horror convention at that point. It's literally you're just placing them in, which is amazing. You can do that with... um. The fuck are they called? Howling Banshees, and you can make someone strike last. You know, it's again great gameplay, but very limited because I, I there's a chart that I showed Dave. Um, I, I have up the, the 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 Venn diagram picture. Venn diagram, so yeah, yeah, it's the top part of that Venn diagram. If you want to circle that with your mouth, that's what it is. It's the top part of the yeah. Venn diagram. Not a lot of space. You could maybe fit five 40 mil models on one side, and maybe a squad on the other. Okay, good. Now at the Adepticon tournament. Someone decided, and it's been rumored that people were doing this, but now we actually got to see it, that you take the Wraith Gates, because there's no actual terrain placement rules for them, and you overlap them. So they look like the picture that I sent Dave, where you kind of do this weird fucking... It's just, it looks awful, right? You essentially, yeah. instead of having them be the distance they're allowed apart, which is... How far apart are they allowed to be? Is it six inches or three? Uh, from both... They have from each other. Inches. Six in, no, no, the, no, no. the Wraith how Gates? Far, yes, or, how far are the Wraith Gates allowed to be from each other? They can be as far as they want. There is no range. There absolutely is a range. You can't put them on opposite sides of the table. You can because it has to be within both. You can't... I mean, you'll just... You spent 85 points in a model... So, that so you're telling me there's anymore. no rules of how close they have to be to one another? Nope. There's no coherency? No, they're, they're terrain pieces. I could put one on one side of the board, one on the other, and then they never work for the entire game. But the fence lines have a coherency. They have to be yes. in yeah. a I've, chain face-to-face. According to the rules on War Scroll, they're just, you place them on the table. Okay. Well, okay. So, so, I mean, you could figure out a sort of gap. Essentially, what people do are, are, are pretty much just making the two touch. That's really what it is. Yep. Because you get the maximum intersection of two circles when their centers overlap. Yeah. So you go from having this little kind of football shape in the middle to, hey, look, here's a circle with a larger area. Okay, so here's the rule, Mysterious Appearance. When this unit is set up on the battlefield, both of its Wraithbone arches must be set within three inches of the other one. Oh, okay. yeah, I knew that they had they had a distance. I thought it was three, but yes, they have a distance. Okay, no, no. I thought it was I thought it was nothing. No, 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 so no. three inches, give or take. Oh, I'm not gonna do the math. Fuck it, I'm too tired. <laughs> but you get the point. You could see it on the diagram. It's just yes. why would it's just oh my god, it's just it's better, you, you, why why would you handicap yourself? Yes, and and he, but here's the thing. So you're saying like, oh, we don't do it in 30k. It's great. You don't have to do it in 40k. You could go and play in a tournament. You don't have to bring 
you know, a list design, you know, with the absolute optimal choices. You could decide not to do that. You could say, hey, you know what? That's a, a tournament. I'm not going to play in that. But hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to hold a, a league. I'm going to hold a games day. I'm going to hold something else. You know, the players could design something else if they want. They just don't want to. And the people who have an interest in it just aren't. I said, and that's why I think in 30K, give it time. Yeah, you're going to see you, tournaments. 100% you'll see tournaments. You know, really you'll you'll see games there, but you're going to see I tournaments. Do move well. on. I do want to move on for the sake of time because I feel like we're well, I think for like... sake of time, I think we're actually probably going to um, might have to pick up well, the other stuff. Well, I just want to point out one last pissed off moment. Okay. Because Infinity I couldn't find shit. And no. Star Wars, I know you posted the thing. I did. I, I, I might try to post something separate about that. But, Age of Sigmar. What the fuck, Adeptic? <laughs> so, um, yeah. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. I literally thought it was a joke. Well, it is they a joke. do not. They paper and pen the results. What the fuck? It's 2022. Yeah. So they did have a reason for that. Oh, yeah. oh, oh! Please. Okay. When too many people are using an app, you know, sometimes it gets laggy and crashes or whatever. So allegedly, they wanted to circumvent that issue. Of like LVO, LVO uses BCP. Yeah, Every fucking yeah. major yeah. thing uses BCP. BCP hasn't had those sort of issues in quite a while. And, and you they, know what? Then, had the pen and paper as the backup, but the problem is no one, no one has any idea what actually happened. Yeah. Biggest. What are the lists? Yeah. Who won? <laughs> it, it, it was is the biggest Asia Sigmar tournament, and all all we actually know. The only thing I know, um, and I had to pull it up on Reddit is one person posted essentially that they got, you know, like a best overall thing. But for the number of rounds, there was multiple undefeated because I, th- I want to say it was only like five rounds or something. Um, we don't know who the other people were. We have one list. That's it. Um, I, a- a- and scouring I, the internet. I couldn't find anything good. I really yeah. couldn't. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm not going to mince my words when it comes to certain things and I'm not mincing words here. That's unacceptable. I'm sorry. It's, it's, I, I, I'm not even a tournament player for Sigmar, but I want to fucking know what the results are. Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. And the fact is, like, I had to look up their Twitter. Someone told me that they tweeted this, and I literally said that's bullshit, and I I said the guy was lying, right? Yeah. I had to look at this, and no, they actually did tweet this, that they are something that they plan to address for 2023. If you're that concerned about it, have paper backups. You can do paper backups of it. That's fine. (sighs) I just, I, I I'm sorry. I, I don't want I hate to end a off note, but it's... Oh my God. Just the amount of work required to hand pair a tournament of like 100. What are you That's what I was going to say. Does, the BCP, like, uh, I, you'll hear. Excellent example. During our tournament, uh, one of the tournament people, Brett, accidentally put in the wrong score. He put him as the winning score and the, the, his opponent as a losing score. He basically reversed it, right? Yeah. If this was pen and paper, and we were already all, we appeared into the second round already, and I think you were there for that day. Uh, all not Luke at this point. I arrived shortly after. All Luke had to do was go back a step, so erase the pairing, go back a step, fix the scores, repair. Yep. That was it. That was literally the whole extent of the repair, of the fixing. Could you imagine if this was pen and paper? You're not fixing I, it I, pen and paper. You're just letting yeah. it go forward. I, I, It's unacceptable. I'm sorry. That's that's next level, like, just stupid in my opinion. But you know what? I'll end on that stupid note. Yeah. For, for, <laughs> for the 40K um, 
team there. Okay, they do some pen and paper stuff like that. That's fine, but that's that's a weird format. They're doing what they want. The players are just literally there to have a good time. You know, the Age of Sigmar one, this is the biggest Age of Sigmar tournament. This is meant to be a big competitive tournament. People want to know what's happening. This is for even just for the health of the game. The information that GW can pull from this alone is useful. I mean, they talk about changes they do. These updates that they do for these systems, they're only going to know problems because obviously they don't catch it in playtesting. Or maybe they do and they don't listen. I don't know that part. But they're only going to catch it from tournaments. They're going to see what boils up to the top and what's being taken and what, what happens. And if you if you don't have information for that, it doesn't help anyone. Yeah. So it's just that's pissy. That's pissy in my opinion. Sorry. All right. But overall, that does lead to that Adepticon had uh, plenty, and we we barely scratched the surface of the things um, that they had. Like I said, I might, I might try to put something else separately out about some Star Wars stuff if I have time. It's actually a pretty pretty busy weekend, but if I get a chance to do that, I will. Um. All right. I will. And that'll do it for us this evening. Uh, as always, I want to thank everyone for either listening, if you're on any um, podcast or anything like that, or for watching if you followed us along on YouTube. Um, I try when possible to add a little something extra into those videos to make it a little more interesting if you're watching it there. Um, also, as always, if you are listening to this on a podcatcher, we you know would would like if you're interested to be able to leave reviews and things like that. It really helps be able to get us out there and get us noticed. If you are watching this on YouTube, then likes, shares, subscribes, all that kind of stuff really do greatly help us. You know, the the more out there we get, the easier and more worthwhile it is to produce more and also just better content for you, especially as we look to try to increase our offerings and what we do. Um, next week, the plan is to go back to Titanicus and we're going to go over the next four Legios. Um, if you do follow either on the Reddit or on the Facebook, I will very shortly be putting out a call for more pictures just as last time. Um, I think it really aided a lot in both the video, keeping it both interesting and so people can see the sort of work that's done. Um, on behalf of everyone here at the show, have some good hobbying and have some great gaming.